0: You must unlearn what you have
3: planned. Use the Force, too. I want to learn the ways of the Force and become a Jedi
0: like my father. (coughs) (laughs) How rude! Join me, and together we can rule the galaxy as father and son.
1: Religions and ancient weapons are no match for a good blaster if you
3: So, one day still alive.
1: Don't give in to hate,
3: that leads to the dark side.
2: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Jedi Sith, children of all ages, the ones that survived Order 66, and everybody in between, to another. Exciting Action packed Fully stacked edition Of the New Force Order
0: For life
2: Podcast It's a Star Wars podcast Brought to you by us The three sexiest Scruffiest nerf herders In a galaxy far far away A.K.A. The New Force Order A.K.A. The Doctor Butcher the Greek A.K.A. The fans. And we bring it to you, the fans. I am one third of your hosts. I am a pro wrestler who needs to get into a ring really bad because I am going through withdrawal thanks to this COVID-19 nonsense. But I am also a champion in three different promotions. Heavyweight! Professional heavyweight champion, my name is... He's the Greek God Papadon, a.k.a. your boy, G.G.P. Bow to the Greek Greek God! Alongside with me is a witty, pretty, kung fu grip-having, oral fixation with his uh, paintbrush, looking into the camera like Popeye right now, (laughs) thunder-stealing medical droid, (laughs) and a vindictive, (laughs) malicious, (laughs) malicious,
3: sedictive,
2: <laughs> but happier than the pig in shit because Funko Pop is making a Revan pop, Sith Lord. Boys, introduce yourselves.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, I am the Dark Lord of the podcast, the Sith Lord, the Rampaging Revan Kiss, the Butcher, your boy Spiro a.k.a. Dark Spirit, on.
3: And I am Smarter Than 2-1-B, more technical with FX7, the God of Steel and Thunder. The man who's been in more dark side caves than he's cared to admit. Dr. Destroyo, Alice Arroyo. Nice.
2: Very nice.
3: You, my friend,
2: are like the Tomb Raider of Brooklyn. <laughs> but you're not Laura Croft. You are Dr. Croft. How about that?
3: It takes a man to Jolie any day, ten years ago.
2: You take it right now, <laughs> ten seconds. What's the point? Anyhow, <laughs> she, won't even know
3: she won't even know I'm there.
0: Up the dark side cave, you know.
2: There we go. Giz, 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 giz. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, another week has passed. A lot of news has dropped about a galaxy far, far away. Here at the NFO, we'll share those news, that, that news with you. But we're gonna have an entertaining time doing it. Uh, first and foremost, uh, if you guys want, I suggest. You get off your sorry sacks of uh, sack of shit asses, if you will. And go check out our bonus episode that we dropped. It is the 40th anniversary review of The Empire Strikes Back. Where Doc, the Butcher, and your boy GGP give their two cents about the greatest movie in Star Wars history the empire All history and the greeks invented The empire <laughs> strikes back now uh, it's available podcast form it's also available on our youtube channel and that channel is new force order so go to youtube subscribe like the video leave a comment hit the notification bell help a brother out we're trying to get our youtube game To the next level, we're trying to get our Mac on on YouTube. We want the YouTube game to be as strong as our podcast game. And if you guys support us, we'll still make fun of you. Because we're a bunch of heels, and that's what we do.
0: (laughs) Yes, sir. Heels over over strong. strong.
2: All All day long.
0: All day fucking long.
2: On the other side of the spectrum, the other side of the spectrum, you have the light side. And the light side of the Force has uh, many, many people who claim to have been a part of it. Some of them get skewed. They get off the beaten path, become generals in a war they shouldn't be fighting like the Jedis in the prequels. Some of them get upset. Uh, They become hermits after they face defeat and failure. Some of them, you know... Have a lot of hubris and feel that the, the they, they are the masters of the force. And they need to control it in order to become the peacekeeper of the galaxy. Well, lo and behold, news has dropped. Dave Filoni, the heir apparent to Lucasfilm, to the throne, has come out and said that he feels that. Ahsoka Tano, a character that he created, and Qui-Gon Jinn are connected in more ways than one. Really? Absolutely. That's disgusting. No, not like that. That's what I'm thinking. No, 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 no. (laughs) Unless she's a necrophiliac, then that might work. But other than that, I don't think, you know, I mean, whatever. I've got a certain set of skills. (laughs) I heard he works
3: stiff. Anyhow.
2: <laughs> well, here, here we go. Both of these individuals are free thinkers, right? They're not followers. They both always ask questions. They questions the councils, the Jedi Council, that is, decisions. So that's one aspect where they're alike. Second second uh aspect where they're alike, they both follow the will of the force. They don't follow the Jedi Code and they don't follow politics. Both are selfless, they care about others before about themselves, and both of them care about the future of the Force. They have compassion for younglings. Case in point, our boy, who used to work for Waddle, what's his name? Uh, Annie Yes. Son of Shmi Skywalker, was founded by our friend Qui-Gon Jinn, and was very... Focused on this youngling, bringing him to the Jedi Council, thinking he would fulfill the prophecy, for he is the chosen one. And then we have Ahsoka Tana, who's going around the galaxy helping younglings after Order 66, keeping them out of the Empire's grasp. So, boys, what do you guys feel? Do you feel like this is newsworthy? Did you guys know about the comparison? Is Filoni beating a dead horse already? Or do you think he's adding more gusto to the Star Wars lore like he did a couple weeks ago when he broke down the duel of the fate battle? And he's dropping that wisdom.
3: Listen, I think at this point, you know, Filoni, he he has all these ideas in his head that's been sitting there for a long, long time. Um, And it's just his this is his kind of vision coming to fruition about, you know, what George passed on to him. Uh, did he make Ahsoka Tano in that in that um, in that Qui Gon light? I guess he did. You know, in the beginning. I don't think she was so much like it because she was young. But did he develop her into that? Maybe to give us a character like Qui Gon, who I think was taken probably too too soon for us. Though I understand the reason why and it made sense. Um, but they needed a character who had that similar, you know, will, that similar um, personality, and that. You know, I'm not going to follow. I'm going to take my own path and be my own leader, despite the fact that everybody else around me is doing this specific thing. So, I, and I think it was smart for him to kind of. Maybe he did it inorganically. Maybe he did it accidentally, but I think it was probably planned. The, way, the fact that he they made he made them very very similar.
0: I think I think that Ahsoka Tano is what Anakin Skywalker would have been if he didn't fall to the dark side and if Qui-Gon Jinn didn't die. Uh, she started out similar to that bitchy kid like Anakin was, that uh, annoying kid, but then she, evolved, yeah, and then and she evolved to what um, Qui-Gon was, you know. I guess, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, it makes sense to me. I mean, but if all they shared is. Philosophy. I mean, okay, they they are connected through the force, but where they imply we are all connected to the force. Spirit, of course, yes, we force, are. in It's ways. An energy, energy field.
2: field. It surrounds us. It binds us. It penetrates us. It pulls us together.
0: Not me, but yeah. Uh, yeah. But, not what I. That's not what I heard. Uh, well, you know, g- Greeks, you know, but 20, bucks, uh, twenty drachmas is twenty drachmas. Damn, and that ain't worth shit these days. <laughs> it's <a> worth <weird laughs> fuck. No, but did they, they, they mention that there's maybe another connection, well, another form?
2: Well, the other the connection is this. She was she was taught by Anakin. Right. Anakin was taught by Obi Wan. Obi Wan was taught by Qui Gon. So, as not tradition, but as the pecking order goes, the teachings of the master shall become the teachings of the Padawan when they become masters. So on and so forth. Maybe not as 100%. So let's say Obi-Wan's teaching to Anakin's. Maybe similar to Qui-Gon. But obviously experiences in Obi-Wan's path. Has made him a different Jedi. Almost like a Mm -hmm. snowflake. They're not too identical. But supposedly because it's been passed down. You made a good reference. She she became what Anakin could have became. If he didn't venture down a dark side path. He wasn't smartened up and went down the right road. No, I'm just kidding. And uh, yeah, <laughs> and uh, if maybe if Qui-Gon lived or not. And right. uh, personally, I feel these are the, both of them are the purest form of what a Jedi should be. Um, none other, uh, they follow the will of the Force, wherever it leads them, wherever it takes them, what to do, how to do it. There's no agenda behind their actions. Yeah. And the good thing is that metaphorically, I guess, you can say that has it has been visually brought to everyone's attention because Ahsoka is the only one with white lightsabers, which white is the absence of color and is the most purest shade there is. Right? So uh, she did this by purifying... The, the kyber crystals that she got out of one of the um,
3: Inquisitors. Uh, sisters, whatever, it was. Uh, whatever it was.
2: Brother, sister, whatever, which one it was. I forgot which one it was. Oh,
3: sister. Uh,
2: sister. Sister. And uh, took it. Instead of bleeding the crystal, she purified it, which is a complete opposite. So someone to do that. And she literally pulled the, the, the kyber crystal out of the saber with the force which is really badass. So you really got to be a good worker in order to do that. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, this this news article kind of fell across my desk, and I said, you know, it would be an interesting topic to go around the horn with the boys tonight. So I just wanted to bring it up to everyone's attention. And everybody's on David Filoni's tip right now because of all the great work he's doing. And, uh, you know, he's on board to continue doing great work. Supposedly there's talks about things going on with – Mandalorian season two um, we all know it's been brought to the uh, limelight if you will um, everybody who's anybody wants to be in season two of the Mandalorian all these actors are jumping in line trying to catch roles and uh, we know who already is the uh, all-star cast of the alleged actors but there are a couple few more people will uh, I believe who want to be on this show. <laughs>
0: Indeed, man. One of them is, uh, I believe, um, Simon, Simon uh, Pegg, right? Yes, sir. Is his name uh, the Car Plot? Yeah, the U-Kar exactly. Plot. I mean, so,
3: now, does he get to play two guys in a Star Wars series? I mean, come on. Excuse yeah. me. How many people has uh, Warwick David played? This is true. But does he count because he's only a half person, so he has to play at least two of them <laughs> to become one of them? <laughs> nice.
0: So, you know, apparently, I guess his his dream or what he would like to do, who he would like to play is a, a fan favorite, somebody who hasn't gotten much shine that probably should get some shine is Dengar, a bounty hunter. You know, Dengar is uh, a character that we all know is a guy that runs headfirst into everything, uh, is not your most uh, sneaky, stealthy type of uh, scoundrel he's all about just causing chaos and, and and blowing shit up but Simon Pegg wants to to play him now I like Simon Pegg uh, I've seen him in roles where he's not f- funny he's not playing uh, a comedy and he's a fucking a fine actor but is he really Dengar do you guys see him as Dengar I do did you do uh, you know
3: listen wrap him in some charmin hand him a fucking blaster and we're going
0: <laughs> listen you know what man i don't doubt that that he can pull it off now visually i see somebody more long along the lines of tom berenger from a uh, sniper you know but they do look kind of similar yeah they do yeah but, but tom berenger
2: is like 900 years old now but 900 yeah.
0: years old you are Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, anyways, look, he he had this to to say uh, about this. Uh, Simon did. I've mentioned it a few times, but surely if Taika Waititi and John Favreau decide to bring Dengar into the Mandalorian, then I have some form of experience in the past, having played him in Star Wars Battlefront and the Clone Wars. Funny. So I, I guess he's he's a gamer and he likes Clone Wars. Awesome. So just saying, I heard they just employed Katie Shackoff to play a character that wasn't in the movies, but she played it before in a different Star Wars thing. So just saying, listen, man, you know, visually, he's not my ideal guy, but I I think he could do it. You know, I
3: think he's referred to the fact that he actually did the voice for Dengar for those for those series. Right. Yes. That, 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 that's what I got from that.
0: Oh, so wait a minute. He he actually voiced him in the game. I mean, he yeah. doesn't say much, but but like a, a fucking quip here, quip there, a fucking grunt or something. Yeah, but anyways, I
3: think, I think that's what it, what he was talking about.
0: All right. Well, hey, listen, man. You know what? I would like to see them bring Dengar. Uh, if Simon Peg wants wants to do it, I'm sure he will make sure to do it justice. He's uh, a big nerd, person.
2: just like us, dude.
0: And he likes Star Wars. He loves it. It seems like to me he hates uh,
2: Last Jedi.
0: Hire this guy now. <laughs> he, he, he's Bonk. my front runner. <laughs> uh, he's but, the new Luke Skywalker. Yeah, yeah, got him. Yeah, you know, make him the fucking Lord of the Sith or some shit. I don't know. No, but uh, you know what, man? I I think he's somebody that 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 would give his all, hundred percent to the role to make it work. And um, the man loves Star Wars. Wait, man, head, man, wait a minute, But wait a minute. Does he like Star Trek more? No. no All right.
3: Funny. Fuck he, it. Good. He was, uh, Scotty.
0: What was that? Scotty doesn't know. He was. He was Scotty. And uh
3: Scotty and,
2: and doesn't
3: Star know. Trek. Scotty doesn't know what. You know
2: he's what nuts. Doesn't know. D- he's nuts. You not don't not know Scotty? Scotty. No, I don't know what. Oh, what, uh, what, what, what does Scotty cool. not know? You don't know the song where, where uh what's his name? uh
0: a fucking hoe.
2: Uh, What's his name? Ben Affleck. Uh, not Ben Affleck. What's the other guy's name? Matt Damon. He's bald and he's singing Scotty Doesn't Know.
0: That what was that one, Remember?
2: Can't remember off the top of my head. Hey, uh, editor. Insert Scotty Doesn't Know Now.
3: Scotty Doesn't Know. that Fiona- She's in charge, but she doesn't come. Still, she's on her knees. And Scotty doesn't know. Oh, Scotty doesn't know. Oh, so don't
2: tell Scotty. Scotty doesn't know. Scotty doesn't know. Anyhow. <laughs> well, listen, man. As far as Dengar goes, I'd like to see him in the Mandalorian, only because it's a show about b- bounty hunters, so it kind of fits. Even if it's like a two-second role, it'll be dope. We haven't seen him since Empire And I really don't like the fact that they, they try to Say that I was him at the bar At uh Episode 9 Who is the human head with the robot body They're saying that's Dengar That's what he ended up looking like um, If it does end up being that he does look like that I'd like to see some kind of transition From A to B So who knows Maybe he gets shot up by the Mandalorian and Boba Fett In uh Boba Fett where? Boba Fett In uh, Mandalorian Season 2. But, you know, there's talks about Mandalorian Season 2 with Boba Fett. Uh, people nonstop are talking about the uh, our favorite non-Mandalorian Mandalorian. Yeah, doing uh, that for a reason. Yeah, man. Uh, what happened was there was an article that recently dropped. And uh, it was dropped. Where was it? Uh, I think Apple News. Hold on a second. Let me find the exact. Oh, uh, yeah. Apple News. And they state on the article, they say uh, Mandalorian can make Boba Fett as good as the Star Wars fans think he truly is. Now, those are some harsh words. Not mm. not uh, false by any means because it's a matter of opinion. But at the end of the day, if we look at it through a you know, fine lens he really didn't do
3: much in the original trilogy Yeah, this is a true story i mean you know that's been the big knock on boba fett is you know why is he so popular if he hasn't really done much of anything so um you know a lot of it relates to the look a lot of relates to the the uh the mystery of everything with him i think um but you're right in reality you know he hasn't done much and you know as we talked about it the other day when we did our uh Empire review, you know, the, the thing that I wanted added into Empire was more Boba Fett scenes where we see him either track down Han Solo or do something um, Bounty Hunter, Boba fetish. So So um, I agree, you know, and wouldn't it be the perfect vehicle for Favreau and Filoni to take him and to, you know, give him that gravitas that we've been waiting for so long for him to actually have something to bite into something to actually, you know, do more so than what we've seen in a lot of non-canon stuff now. And a lot of, uh, you know, stuff that, you know, some people would say doesn't count because it's not live action and or, um, cartoon. Well, look, let's look,
2: let's lo- let's look at the track record here. If anyone, anyone can pull out a character from limbo and make them relevant, and add layers to this character and make him better. It's Dave Filoni. He did it with Maul in Clone Wars. The guy was presumed dead, cut in half. Uh came back with some ridiculous backstory of why he survived. It's but we hate. bought it exactly because we bought it, because we love the character's look. We love the the essence and the I guess characteristics that the, the character brought to the table. A ninja-skilled assassin who was a Sith. Never seen that before. Dope as hell. Double-bladed yeah. lightsaber. Dope as I hell. I did. Where?
0: In the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just
2: yeah. myself. You're, <laughs> you're, you keep eating 17 <laughs> cheeseburger deluxes, you're going to end up looking like Beverly, <laughs> Hills, <laughs> Hills, Beverly Hills ninja fucking Sith Lord. <laughs>
3: Ohio, come on up! Ohio, come
2: on up! Ohio, come on uh, Oh, oh, oh! Chris Farley over here, Sparrow Farley. <laughs> I got the ears of a snake.
3: Anyway. Oh
2: god! Oh. So uh, <laughs> sorry, Spiro. Don't be sorry. But uh, fact, so if anyone's going to bring Boba Fett and make his the character that everybody wants him to be, I strongly feel Dave Filoni can do it because he gets Star Wars. He gets it. And John Favreau is a huge Boba Fett mark because originally the series he wanted to do from what the people are saying in the interwebs, if you will, is that it was supposed to be Boba Fett, not the Mandalorian. And that's when Disney said, eh. Don't think so, but We're not ready to do Boba Fett. And then they transcended to the Mandalorian and made a new character out of it. So, I mean, look, you have two guys at the helm who know how to create universes, who knows how to take something and make something out of nothing and love the actual genre they're in. And on top of that, they've done it before where they made characters fantastic. Favreau did it with Iron Man. Iron Man was a C-plus player in the Marvel comics. He was an alcohol. Uh,
3: out- uh, I don't know if I agree with that.
2: You don't, He wasn't a main eventer like he is after the MCU. Yeah. You
3: know
0: what, man? I, I think say that. C. I wouldn't say C. I wouldn't say C. Maybe B-minus. But he didn't get the love that he got after th- that first film.
3: 100%.
0: You know, no doubt about it. So I apologize for having to step away family calls and uh, – I take it you guys are talking about Filoni being is is the guy to make Boba fit the character we think he, he is correct did yeah. you guys talk about yeah. did, did you guys talk about how how um first of all whoever wrote this I don't know if you guys spoke about this but has he read any any Star Wars comics or you know read any expanded universe books and shit no.
2: Well, that's all non-canon, just like Revan, so it doesn't count. <laughs>
1: nah,
0: listen, they're not going to waste money on making a Funko Pop on somebody who's not canon. You know.
2: Well, oh, listen, I sent you that timeline, like Star <laughs> Wars explains, right? And he broke it down very beautifully. They did.
0: It. He didn't explain and enough.
2: Because there isn't anything more to explain. Everything that he explained is what is canon in Disney Universe. Revan
0: yeah. was There's not mentioned a lot once. Of shit. There's a lot of shit that, bro, anyways, they, they want yeah, to keep retconning.
3: We have to get him not to say anyways, because when he says anyways, he gives up and doesn't want to fight us. Which is
0: they they want to keep ret- retconning shit, okay? So, so they're going to keep retconning the shit that they redcon, But that's their way of fucking doing shit. I, I guarantee you that there's a lot of information left out because they're going to plan on doing something with a bunch of shit. But anyways, getting back to, to the topic. All right, so a lot of the stories and comics and books are not canon, but Boba Fett is Boba Fett, okay? Um, they're not going to make him the character we think he is. They're going to make him the, the fucking character he he is. He has He had the potential of being in the movies, but we never got to see. So I have a feeling that we're getting a lot of people that don't know Star Wars writing Star Wars.
2: Well, you might be right about that. You know, Hopefully, you're wrong, but you might be right. Well, here, let me just say something. First thing in that Apple uh, article that we read on uh, that I just brought up, they confirming Boba Fett is in season two. Star Wars, let's say right now, Star Wars has not come out and said that Boba Fett will be in season two of Mandalorian. This is still just an educated. Speculative.
3: They, they idea. haven't said
2: much of anything. When, when, exactly. When Everyone's running to the races like a bunch of washwomen, saying that this is gonna happen. There's no definite until Star Wars says, "Hey, right. bada bing, this is what we're doing." Hey, yo. <laughs> Hey, yo, oh hey. Angela. Anyhow, um, <laughs> so but then there's a all right mall. He was a silent assassin that didn't say anything. He was just a hired gun by Palpatine, right? That's what everyone loved. They brought him in to Clone Wars. They made him shit bad crazy, right? Crazier than fucking Lachance's dad from Stand By Me, who put his ear by a stove and nearly burnt it off. But that's a story for another time. And then... Uh, your father's a loony up in Tokis. Loony, loony, loony,
3: loony. Dad's a loony. A loony up in the nuthouse in Tokas. He took your ear and he put it to a stove and he burnt it off.
0: My father stormed the beach in Normandy.
3: He's crazier than a shithouse rat. No wonder you're acting the way you are with a loony for a father. You call my dad a loony again and I'll kill you.
0: Loony, loony, loony. Ah, I'm going to rip your head off and shut down your neck.
3: No, anyway,
2: this is the only show you're going to get movie quotes from other movies on. Anyhow. um, They bring him back. He done lost his mind. They gave him spider legs. The image was cool. Shit back. Ridiculous idea. But whatever. His brother brings him back to the mother. The mother, you know, fixes him up, smartens him up, makes him sane again and makes him this fucking master strategist of a character. Something that was totally opposite of what he was originally in the first film. He's not a hired gun anymore. He's a strategist who's hell-bent on revenge, who, unify, who, uni, who unifies all the underground mob families, makes it his own, takes over an entire planet of Mandalore, gets the dark saber it controls all the illegal underground businesses with an iron fist winning he's on he's (laughs) he's on tiger blood like charlie sheen but uh they just took a character that was like this and made him like this so I can definitely see the same thing with Boba Fett. There's so many stories to tell. He could still be the gunslinger. He could be pissed off what happened. He could be jaded, grizzled. He could be tired. He could be an old freaking fart who doesn't want to be a bounty hunter anymore until he sees this fucking guy Cobb Vance rolling around in his armor and then he gets the itch again. Like a like a seasoned veteran who's retired and gets back in the ring. Whatever. There's so many things they can do that can add layers to the character, so it won't be so so one dimensional. The only thing I hope they don't do is give the origin story, which we already know. But I like the mystique factor. The one thing that I think Marvel did when they told Wolverine's origin kind of killed it for me because I liked Wolverine's origin being a mysterious, you know, and only bits and pieces being dropped here and there.
3: Uh, I know. I listen. I agree with you. And but the problem is, is that at, at some point you just, they have to cash in on that fucking chip. That's the problem because people yeah. are gonna want it, and they want, and they're gonna want to see it. So yeah, they want to make that scar old. And they want to make that Scott all, no matter what, you know. And I, I, I agree with you about the whole Wolverine thing, whole Wolverine thing, and I, I don't want that, that to happen to Boba Fett.
0: Boba Fizzy, man, hey yep. man. All I know is this, man. If he's in season two of the of uh the Mandalorian, I'm fucking happy. Hold well, I'm, no. I'm uh. Mm-hmm. Ec- ec- ecstatic about that shit, you know? Yeah. What,
3: and what? Lo- looks like he will be. So I, you know, let's sit back, let's see what happens. We're all gonna sit there like little girls and wait listen, for him to pop up.
0: Listen, man, I've been tr- I've been pressing my my homeboy at Disney, not not homeboy '88. I've been pressing him for some f- official shit, and he keeps saying this is canon, this is gonna happen, and I'm like, yo, but but are they ever gonna give? An official fucking statement he was like i don't know he 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 just said i don't know why they're not saying anything about this anything about that but i don't know man it, i'll it, tell you why i think it's a, a good they idea don't have, they don't have to it, well not even that it, it gets us fucking talking man it gets us exactly. fucking speculating it, you know dude i'm so happy that in this day and age Okay, there's all this info and rumors, but them not coming out right and saying it, yes, it's official, dude. It feels like it's the '80s all over again, somewhat, and that's fucking awesome. Good. I fucking love it.
2: Listen, uh, they'll they'll reveal everything at celebration. How else are they gonna fit all those people in the free- if it happens? How else are they gonna fit all those people into this freaking area? And give them something to pay a lot of money to come see in here. Yeah, no, you know what I agree I'm saying. With,
3: I agree with you completely. I mean, that's the perfect, and they've done that in the past before. And that's when they when they wheeled at Ian McDermott last year to do the uh, to do the intro, and everybody fucking popped for that one. So roll it again. Um, <laughs> it's 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 where they should do it. It's the place that they should you know get it going. Um, but like you said, if it happens, I mean, I got tickets, and I'm hoping it happens. But you got tickets. I, I got tickets. When man. is this for? For when and where? When? Uh, August twenty something, I think it is. Where is it? Orlando? No, it's gonna be in Anaheim. You got tickets for all the days? I got one. I got Saturday tickets. Not Sunday tickets, right? Oh,
0: I, I can't tickets, wait, no? man. I can't wait for for Doc to to call us in a group group chat or in a group text. Revenus cannon. Yeah. It's it's fucking official, guys.
3: I definitely won't be reporting on that, even if it is. Oh listen, gee, man. listen.
2: Fucking, I, I know best. you would I know you, I know you're not gonna report on Raven, but Disney, <laughs> Disney, Disney did report something this week, Doc. Am I right? Disney reported this week,
3: unfortunately, due to our friend the coronavirus. Coronavirus. <sighs> God damn you. Coronavirus. Guess what, bitch? <laughs> coronavirus. <laughs> coronavirus. <laughs> coronavirus. Um the, the high republic that we were so you know, excited to see and excited to get is going to be pushed back by a little bit. They've uh, they said that the books and the novelizations and all that stuff and the comics um are now pushed back to January of 2021. So um, expect expected, I guess. I don't know. I mean, wh- what do you really have to do except write this stuff and get it printed out, which uh, can't it, it can't be so difficult to do. I mean, these guys can't write shit at home. I guess if your printer is closed, that's a different story. But Marvel's still producing comics. Books are still getting printed. Um, so I, I don't know why why they're blaming the coronavirus on this delay.
2: Coronavirus! Uh,
3: so I, I can't see why that's the case. But uh, apparently that's going to be the deal. They're going to be... Um, we're going to get pushed back from the uh, the High Republic. Doc, I heard you like it when they push it back. I love it when they push it back. <laughs>
2: Especially uh,
3: my stool.
0: I'm I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm thinking the problem is that everybody is so fucking high that they got to push that shit back, you know.
3: At the high republic? Yes, sir. That's to me. Well, listen, I mean, it makes
2: sense about, I mean, Doc has a valid point. They knew about this already. They've had it in the works for so long. Everything's been written. So what exactly is pushing this back? If they were filming things, different story. But they're not. So is it because they decided to scrap certain ideas and rewrite things? That's what's holding it up? Or is it the printing? But Why are they printing? I mean, weren't they printing the books before? I mean, I don't know. I mean, they had images of things. Yeah. You know? So I have no idea. But, you know, it it is a little bit of a, a, a sticky situation. You know, but uh you know I guess you gotta do
3: what you gotta do, you well know, clearly I mean listen for, for whatever reason they're uh, they're they're behind the gun when it comes to the the high republic, so um maybe it's not coronavirus, maybe they've had some creative differences in in the mix and and now they're having some issues come come forward from that. who knows, I don't know, but honestly. You know, is is that affecting my life so much? Eh, not necessarily. Was I really excited about the whole High Republic thing? Eh. Um, I know something so. you were very
2: excited about, and uh, you were actually jumping all up and down in the bed about it. Um, but unfortunately, it has changed. That is the first trailer for Jedi Temple Challenge. Shit. Has dropped. I know that got you all warm and fuzzy, oh like, when you warm and fuzzy like when you used to f- climb the rope in gym class.
3: Oh but- a rock right now.
2: Deal. Originally, this game show for children was supposed to come out on Disney Plus later on in 2020. But now it's going to debut on Star Wars Kids YouTube channel and StarWarsKids.com. Now, Star Wars Jedi Temple Challenge is supposed to debut on the third of June. And it's a new game show in a galaxy far, far away. Uh it's two full it's gonna be premiering with two full episodes on the third of June, twenty twenty, where this series tests young Padawan's strength, knowledge, and bravery in a series of trials designed to discover who's capable of becoming a Jedi Knight
3: discover ep- who's canon.
2: <laughs> the 10-episode series will debut on StarWarsKids.com and the official Star Wars Kids YouTube channel, which currently Star Wars Galaxy of, of Adventures, Star Wars The Clone Wars Fun Facts, craft and drawing tutorials, and several other at- activities for young fans.
0: Now, They're missing one thing there, though, bro. What? At the end of it all, they they have to be tested the right way. They got to have somebody dressed up as Anakin trying to fucking take them all out, man. (laughs) If they don't fucking include that, I'm not going to watch.
3: Well, listen. That's the challenge of the younglings.
2: (laughs) Your boy, your favorite character, Jar Jar Binks, Ahmed Best is the host. And he's not going to be as Jar Jar. He'll be as a Jedi himself. And... (laughs) Anakin. And he actually is going to be accompanied by the... A droid called AD-3. Uh, oh, and he's also going to be accompanied by Sam Witwer, who gives a, a unique voice to the dark side of the Force in the show. Nice. So, obviously, that's pretty dope for Sam Witwer because it's another paycheck. But it's you know it's it's also because when you think of the embodiment of the dark side, two people come to mind. One is our co-host right here. The butcher
3: and, and my ex wife. Okay,
2: Everybody's three people. Come. <laughs> <laughs> three or four people come to my sphero's ex wife, doc's ex wife. Which and- one? Oh man, the list keeps getting longer and longer. This deal keeps on getting worse and worse. Um, any, anyway, uh, what are your boys' takes on this, uh, on this, uh, little kitty, uh, Show, do you guys happy? You guys are gonna watch? Or are you kids?
3: Uh, listen, whatever. I'll give it a shot. We'll see what happens. It's gonna probably be one of these like, uh, you know, who's smarter than a fifth grader meets American Ninja Warrior or some shit like that. Um, we'll see what happens. You know, I got a couple four year olds running around here. They they probably be interested. Well, so. the ones you claim? Was I don't claim that one actually. My <laughs> wife, I claim, I claim the, the, the really little one. That's long awesome.
0: story. Yeah, I'll give it a shot, man. I mean, it sounds like something like something that my daughter's going to like. She's already bouncing off the fucking wall. So all I need is something else to give her more ideas. So whatever. Yeah, sure. All right. Well, listen, are you going to
2: be protesting with signs the first day airs about how it's not uh, adherent or uh, to the dark (laughs) side of the force and it's – and it offends you because they're they're not – Dark side, uh, what's the right word, how to say? It's not sensitive. Or what is it? Dark side, uh, someone Tol- hold me on here. Yeah, That's a tolerant. Tolerant. <laughs> tolerant. Yeah.
0: Dark side, tolerant. It's all yeah.
2: about Jedis. There's no Sith. You guys leaving the Sith out on this
0: thing? Yeah, but listen, man, they keep bitching about representation. Well, you know what? I think yeah, the, Sith, yeah. the Sith should be bitching the fucking most about that shit, bro, because in all these years, there's been almost none at all. Okay, so anyways, yeah, sure. I'll fucking be there. I won't have a fucking sign, though. I'll take a lightsaber, you know, and I'll fucking force choke the fuck out of everybody. And I'll I'll put those kids to the test, man.
2: Now, question. Do you think Disney would make more money with this type of show? For children
0: or for adults?
3: Oh, you know, how fucking amazing would that be?
0: Hell yeah. I was going to say, man, you know, I wish they had a version of it or something for uh, adults. Because that would be insanity, man. You know, you know, like, like Doc said, man, if you put in there like that American ninja aspect and you throw in some of the other shit, you know, that would be interesting, including... A fucking lightsaber duel, man. You know, definitely, dude. Definitely.
2: But you know the problem would be if Doc goes on that show and he has to do a lightsaber duel. He'd keep deep throwing the lightsaber, be like, Doc,
3: no, no. (laughs) It's not that type of show,
0: Doc. It's that type of show. (laughs) (laughs) Next thing you know, man, you got kids at fucking home. Hey, mom, how does this go? What? (laughs)
2: Crazy, <laughs> and then the husband can look at the wife and be like, Oh, he is your child. <laughs> um oh, um well, watching you, Mom. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well look, we're all joking aside, but we know for a fact if this is there if there was an adult version of this game show, we would be first online trying to get on that show. You know, just trying to get ourselves over and having a good time. And trying to win whatever prizes they offer because let's face it, many moons ago, George Lucas made this thing called Star. Wars. affected us to the point where not hanging out with our wives. It's late at night. We're actually here talking about phony baloney nonsense, you know? So thank mm. George. Thank the maker, Mr. Lucas. But, George. You know, you we know drew- what, man?
0: You know, talking about George, man, you know, as, as you guys know, and it's funny because we were talking about probably the greatest film ever and definitely the greatest Star Wars film, Empire Strikes Back. But talking of George, um, something came up about The Last Jedi. And one thing. favorite movie? Yes, my, f- my f- favorite movie. Yes. Uh, not. Um, one thing that came up that made me scratch my head was, uh, you know, and. Again, everybody's entitled to their opinion. You know? Both of them. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, One thing that made me scratch my head, because I don't share this opinion, but if you do, that's fine, Um, was, uh, okay, according to the article, most passionate fans believe that The Last Jedi is the best Star Wars film since Empire Strikes Back. What do you guys think? I I, I want to get an honest answer from the two of, of, of you right now first before I go on. I wouldn't agree with that
2: statement, not because I don't like The Last Jedi, but I would say Return of the Jedi and Episode 3 are better films than The Last Jedi. I
0: would agree with that.
3: I also agree with that. Uh, listen, I thought it was a great film. I loved it, but I don't think that it's the best Star Wars film since since Empire. I would argue that Rogue One is the best Star Wars film since Empire. But
0: yeah. it's up there, dude. I'll tell you that it's it's up there. But so you think
3: one- you think well, so? You guys think Rogue One is better than
2: Return of the Jedi and Revenge of the Sith? They came after m. Em- they came out after
3: Empire, so. Yeah. Uh listen, Sith had a lot of things in it that I that I didn't really like a lot, especially you know Anakin's acting in in a lot of the scenes. Um Oh, I loved his acting. And Jedi, I don't know. You was, turned her was, against me. Uh, Je- Jedi is a great movie, but again, it's those motherfucking Ewoks that just ruined it for me. Um and yeah. watching Rogue One and I, I was like this really no, because it, it ends in a downbeat. It just so gives me a callback to Empire. And I love that film so much. So I would say yes. I, I like it better than both those movies.
0: What Let me tell the you, movie? man. What film?
2: So what about Solo? Would you say Solo is better than...
0: Uh... Yeah. Than the, than, than the Last Jedi?
3: Yeah.
0: Yes. To me, yes. You know? So th- that's that. But the one thing that I do agree, and I'm sure... You all agree too, is that everybody agrees that Filoni gets Star Wars, right? Ooh. I mean, <laughs> some 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 fat dude that likes to wear these funny hats and <laughs> shit. That may or may, may not be gay, but you know, it doesn't matter.
3: <laughs> now we're definitely not getting on go any, uh, any any, any of Star it Wars. It doesn't yet. matter.
2: It doesn't matter what he is. But Doc, I didn't know so you worked for Lucasfilm. <laughs>
3: yeah, I'll do whatever I can to work for Lucasfilm.
0: Yeah, we heard so, that. So, you know, talking about Filoni and The Last Jedi, Filoni shared a few things, you know, and apparently, you know, of course, most, and this is another thing that pissed me off about the article, you know. Is he never
3: not pissed off? I'm just curious.
0: uh, There's so much shit to piss me off. There's rarely anything that doesn't. But, you know, according to this article, most so-called fans that didn't like the movie, you know it's like yo who the fuck are you calling a so-called fan you know here we go again talking again about about these journalists that don't know Star Wars but yet they're writing about it you know you know what I'm saying as as if they know something but they don't know shit about shit anyways what they said was that most of us so-called fans what we didn't like was that the portrayal of Luke Skywalker in the movie you know and to be honest man i i don't think it's so much the portrayal or the actual, you know, the idea that he's this hermit that went into hiding. I thought that was a good idea. I think with most, most things about this film was the execution of it. You know, that was my problem, but the, the biggest surprise from it, you know, of course not to you guys, cause we actually spoke about this, but to everybody out there is that that idea came from George Lucas. Now, now George Lucas didn't directly call up uh, Ryan Johnson, and believe it or not, Ryan Johnson also disagreed with with um, writing Luke the way that he did. Why did he? I don't know. I would like that answered. But apparently, um, that wasn't his idea. But he he got inspiration from. From an idea that George had, something George wrote, he had notes for his sequels and shit, and uh, based on that, that's how they <laughs>
3: threw him in the garbage.
0: Yeah, that's how we got uh, the Luke that we got in, in that film. Now, I don't think it makes it any better that it comes from George George Lucas. I mean, we've we've said it many times. You know, fans have called for somebody to come and save Star Wars from George Lucas. Apparently, George Lucas still does a better Star Wars than disney but thankfully disney has somebody that was you know under george's uh wings and shit, and, and we're gonna get great star wars going forward um you know i don't think george is always somebody who's had the best ideas okay um so again how Dare you, hey, man? How dare you? That's just facts. I mean, a lot of his ideas, and I get why he made some of them. Some of them were because, okay, sure, you know, if you use Ewoks, you make more money, you can sell more of the more toys, and that's fine, man. You know, but there were there's other ideas, not too many people know of about video games and novels and all that shit that thank God never saw the fucking light because I guarantee you it would have ruined your image of Maul. Anyways, again, um, you know, us so called fans, they're saying, um, you know, the fact that George, this was all, this all came from um, George's mind, like it's supposed to make it any better, and and that that we're not real fans because we don't like something that George thought of is utter fucking bullshit and malarkey, you know? Um, Again, man, if you guys like. Like the movie, if you like the way they had Luke in that, fine. I don't care. I didn't. Okay. But don't come here talking about how we're so called fans and we don't know Star Wars and because George thought of it, then it's fucking gospel. Yo, fuck him. The motherfucker has four billion dollars. Okay. Four chins. He's still, and four, and yeah, four, four chins, and he's still sticking around, bro. He he's not gone yet. He he hasn't left. So what the fuck? Uh, you know, fuck it. Fuck him. Okay, he's happy. He doesn't give three shits. You know, fuck.
3: Wow, we just had a big fucking fuck you, George Lucas rant on the podcast. I mean, that's that's about as Star Wars as you get, Papa up yeah, That's man. what we call ir- irrational rage, right there.
0: That's not <laughs> irrational rage. I'm not saying I'm not saying like a personally.
2: How like
0: dare Lucas. you? I'm not saying personally, fuck, but yo, you know what? But some reason, because the idea came from him, I'm supposed to fucking be a fucking. Like like Listen, fucking the, like the, I, I understand where you're
2: coming from, bro. I think the premise of the article—I didn't read it, but from, you know, from what I'm, from the gist I'm getting from you is this: they're basically saying to all the people who hated, take some
3: metichlorians and stuff it up your fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: what are chlorians No. um... So loop it up real good. What I'm saying is this. For all the people who hated episode 8 and they're saying that Ryan Johnson ruined their childhood and Kathleen Kennedy ruined their childhood and episode 8 killed Star Wars and all this and they did Luke wrong and they did him dirty. And George would George bring George Lucas back cuz he'd write a such a better Star Wars than this crap. Now they just say, "Oh, And this is coming from Dave Filoni, saying, you know what, the way you guys complain about Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker, yeah, that came from George, because that was George's idea. So all these haters now are going from 12 to 6, or 6 to 12, whatever the, uh, the saying is, and they're putting tails between their
0: legs and they're shutting the hell up. Look, man... Because they're bitches, they're sheeple, man. That's why. Look, even Mark Hamill didn't like it. Okay? Who well, you going to say? It with? Luke, Luke Skywalker or fucking George?
2: Listen, you said it best. It's not the premise or the idea of the character that wasn't liked. It was the execution of how he got from A to Z. Right. 40 years without seeing a beloved character that when the franchise is built around. You bring out the movie and you leave him on a cliffhanger literally... In the sequel in episode seven. My opinion, greatest finish in a Star Wars movie made you want more. For three for two years after that, every day people were saying theories and questioning and expectations and yada 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 yada. We were there. We experienced it. We know you know we don't need to bring it right up. So then you bring episode eight. Everyone thought that Hamill was gonna spark the green, and I'm not saying it was gonna smoke a blunt. <laughs> he was going to spark the saber and he was going to go to town and wreck things up because Ray brought him back the blue saber and everything. Okay, there needs to be an explanation on why he was on the island. The explanation, in my opinion, was poorly executed. The most optimistic guy all of a sudden had a moment of not dark sideness, but a moment of uh, it's pretty
3: dark side in this. I mean, well, listen. No, he-
2: because he felt the same. He had he felt the same way with Vader in Episode Six when he was striking him down. He gave him the same look, and when he chopped off his hand, he was about to execute his own father. Then he realized because he saw his robot hand, and he had a robot hand that if he did go down that path, he'll end up like his dad. Same exact facial expression, same exact everything, shot for shot. So you can't really say that you know it's the first time he ever did it. I think the execution of him doing what he did was poorly mishandled. Just like the whole Leia using the Force, Mary Poppins scene was poorly executed. Yep. Now, easy for us to say it because we see it one way. We don't like it. So we can say, hey, I would do it like this. But when you're taking it from the pages and putting it to the screen, it's very difficult to do. So I'm not knocking Ryan Johnson for it. All I'm saying is the execution, in my opinion, could have been done differently, much easier to ingest and register as a fan, as opposed to saying, "What the hell, really? You know?"
0: Yeah, and just, but you know what? We're not gonna throw Ryan Ryan Johnson under the bus, but it, but it seems like he supposedly Ryan Johnson didn't agree with that. So why did you write that in there? Why did paid. you fucking include it? You know what I'm saying?
2: It does, camera, it's like, because. Bob Iger, Kathleen Kennedy. They're the bosses. They're signing his check. They'll tell you
3: ABC. Uh,
0: Yes. Yes. You
3: got to work with this, buddy. Sorry.
0: The famous studio meddling that that fucks up 99.9% of all fucking films. Yes.
2: Absolutely. So, I mean, look, let's not harp on this too too much. It's already said and done with. We've spoken to death about um, episode eight. And there's nothing we can do to change it. I mean, you like it, you like it, you hate it, you hate
3: it. It might grow on you. You mean if we start a petition and get enough people to sign it, they won't remake the movie? (laughs) No. (laughs) That's how the world works.
2: Cancel culture. Of course, I understand. I mean, look, I think we've done past the cancel culture nonsense. We're civilized here on the NFL, and we don't knock you for your opinion. You know, I mean, there's a lot of things that you may or may not like that I may or may not like, you know, and vice versa. So, or Spiro or Doc, the three of us, we don't always agree on everything. But at the same time, do I say, well, Spiro doesn't like Episode 8. He's not a true fan of Star Wars. Of course not. He's this guy's the most knowledgeable guy that I know about non-canon Star Wars, you know, that there
0: is. (laughs) So, so in other words, I'm, I'm, I'm just that guy on, on the show with a lot of useless fucking trivia and shit. God it's damn, useless because it's it. not canon now,
2: That's why. And I deem it. It's not useless. <laughs> I deem it useless sister to bust your chops. But that's just me. But, Doc, I mean, you liked Episode 8. And we also know you liked Empire Strikes
3: Back, correct? That's your favorite yes, film? Yes, yes, sir. Why don't you enlighten us about Empire Strikes Back? There's nothing more than I like to do Than talk about Empire Strikes Back Especially when nothing, you find out Really nothing more all, you like uh, to do I may like to squeeze some titties A little more than I like Empire Strikes Back but um, Five things You didn't know About the best movie in the Star Wars franchise mm-hmm. Article came out of Inverse.com
0: well, The last Um
3: <laughs> No 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 um, No So the uh, you really gonna make on Yes, eight, so we're gonna bombard
2: 58. Matt. I sent him out his T-shirt. We're gonna bombard him with the freaking eclipse. So
3: the uh, our one of our favorite scenes, the carbon chamber scene where uh, we freeze Han Solo, uh, has five little known facts about the carbon the the, the carbon freeze scene. So Irvin Kirster, we talked about last episode. Uh rewrote the scene on set he wasn't happy with the entire scene and they basically rescript the whole thing at the very very last minute um but it's not the way you think they it was some little ad libs here and there which we'll go into soon but um he wasn't a big fan of how it looked and how it was coming through so he decided fuck it we'll do it live um and uh changed it on the fly um One of the bigger things for fixing it, which is number four, is why were were the people who were there, there anyway? Um, So they offered this explanation as to why Han Solo was being frozen in front of Leia and Chewie. The director was concerned that the audience had no idea what Han, Leia, and Chewie knew of Lando Invaders' plans at the moment in that story. And according to the transcripts, um, it didn't explain why Han, Leia, and Chewie were there at all in general um essentially Kirsten discovered a plot hole in the movie he was shooting and quickly workshopped the scene with ford to fix it in the final film han's line is simple he turns to lando and says what's going on buddy uh and this gives the rest of the, ch- the cast a chance to react with some helpful exposition um but it took ford Kirsten, and lady williams quite a bit of spitballing to get to that point know, but whatever anyway so and those other guys so you probably never thought about this, but Vader demanding that Leia, Chewie, and C-3PO are all present to watch Han's carbon-freezing moment is a little strange on paper. Um, and again, it was a brainstorm that came between uh, Ford Williams and Carrie Fisher, and then Kirsch decided that, they, that, that he wanted them to be there, um, which would have p- potentially prevented Han Solo from flying off the handle while he was being lowered in there or trying to be, you know, frozen. Um i know why i know why they leia and chewie are brought in it came to me last night they are brought in so you han solo don't make problems if you do try to do anything they'll kill chewie and leia too while you're there so han basically gives himself up and to prevent them from getting you know hurt or injured um that's where he tells her to look after the princess right exactly um Number two was that Carrie Fisher wanted to slap Lando, which I think which it would have been great. I think she should have just hauled off and fucking whacked him. but why they didn't do it, I don't know. Um, so uh, one more thing is, of course, the ad lib that wasn't so spontaneous. You know, we all have heard stories in the past that the infamous line that's delivered one of my favorite lines in Star Wars lore, when Princess Leia tells Han Solo, I love you. And he just gives her the glances. I know uh was supposedly ad-libbed on the spot and apparently it wasn't there was a lot of other lines that were thrown inside there um but they did rewrite that scene um those a lot of those lines on the fly there but apparently um Harrison delivered that line I don't know a, a couple of dozen times so it wasn't just like on the fly first take and, and then done there were other scenes uh one was uh let's see here uh uh, I love you. And then Han says, I love you too, which is like, okay, no thanks. Uh, or in one version he says, I'll be back, like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'll I, be back. I love you. I'll be back. Um, or in another version he says, uh, just remember that because I'll be back, which is, uh, again, somewhat bad, a little, a little more badass than just I'll be back. Um, and then eventually it came, it got boiled down to the uh, the line that we all love and know, which is, I know. Which puts him as the ultimate player in my book, by the way.
0: Even above Lando.
3: Even above Lando, Damn. because because he's getting frozen in carbonite, knowing that his black friend may fuck his girl, and he still doesn't tell her <laughs> that he loves her. She says, "I love you." He goes, "That's know. why." <laughs> <laughs> that's why he's more of a pimp. <laughs> Bitch. Well,
2: oh, man. you can always say Lando has the smooth factor over Han. That's for sure. Nobody's smoother than Lando Calrissian. I mean, they they, they even pop it up nose because he saw his cock. No, and then uh, even well, you know, I was drunk on Colt Forty Five, so you never know. Oh, uh, <laughs> um, you know, even even when it was presented by Donald uh, Gleason, well, right? That's the Glover. Sorry, Donald
0: Glover. Glover, yeah.
2: He was still very smooth. You know, he was like it. It felt like the perfect casting for that role. 100%. And yeah, I mean, that's. I mean, I can't tell you guys how much I love Solo, and, I, and I'm not the only one. Uh, a lot of people love that movie. Unfortunately, it didn't the way it should have in the box office. Whether it's due to poor marketing, over over, sat, o, over saturation in that month of movies the Last Jedi. or The Last Jedi Um, because that month, Infinity War and Deadpool 2 came out, you know, three weeks and two weeks before Solo came out. People were exhausted. People were upset about yeah. Last Jedi. Yeah. They, quote, unquote, boycotted it. If it came out in December, I'm pretty sure it would have made a few hundred more million dollars. But here's the, here's the issue. There was a movie on the horizon. There was a Boba Fett movie. That was supposed to be originally written by uh, and directed by Josh Trank, which was later uh, taken over by um, James Mangold from the guy who did Logan. And then there was supposed to be an Obi-Wan movie coming out. And all that got scrapped due to the poor uh, performance at the box office of Solo. Now, here's the deal. Solo doesn't suck. It is a fantastic movie. Tremendous. It feels like Star Wars. I thought it was well done. Did we really need a solo movie? No. Not really. We didn't really need to see everything that's been spoken about. About Han Solo. Am I happy they did it? Yeah. Because what's better than than Star Wars?
3: More fucking Star Wars.
2: Right? So, I mean, in my opinion, I think Woody Harrelson hit a home run with the film. Grand Slam, bottom of the ninth. Felt like Star Wars couple things I would have made a little different in the movie just by my opinion real minor changes but now there's talks of it becoming a series on Disney plus now we've mentioned this before but now the talks seem to be more realistic because of a of a couple of people uh, Star News.net as the resistance broadcast podcast. They are a Star Wars podcast. Lacey Gillarin, former guest of our show, friend of the show. She's one of the hosts. John Huey, uh, he's another individual who hosts a show. And the third guy, James, I forgot his last name, also hosts a show. But they started a little something called hashtag Make Solo 2 Happen, which is almost like a move, movement. Very similar to the hashtag Release the Snyder Cut. People have seen that the Snyder Cut's coming out now. And the other day, May twenty fifth, twenty twenty, make solo to happen. Hashtag make solo to happen was trending all day on Twitter. Uh, I believe.
3: Much to Papa Don's delight.
2: No, of course, but to the point where it got people in Lucasfilm acknowledging the hashtag, and people saying that it's going to happen, and that it's talks of going down. Fact that the cast signed multi-deal, uh, multi-picture deals when Solo was f- originally filmed. And the fact the way Solo was orchestrated and left us off leaving us with a sequel film supposedly to occur. So, this is a bit occurring are far greater now than they were on May 24th, 2020. Thanks to people speaking up, and Lucasfilm and Disney listening to the fans because they want to give them what they want. So what are your what what are your takes on this?
3: Disney has a platform to get this out there. Um, you know, and what do they need to get people to stay on that platform? Because we know the second The Mandalorian wrapped, and we saw the last episode, Disney Plus took a massive hit of everybody who just dipped and left. They need more content. So if the fans are clamoring to bring solo back because we all thought it was a great movie, which we did, then Guess what they need to do? They need to bring it back. And you know, we we, we talked about this many many times in the past as to why 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 we speculate it took a hit and why it was you know so non critically acclaimed for a great movie. Um, so I think Disney Plus would be the perfect vehicle for this. Give us six episodes, which will probably be what a, basically another two movies almost, um, maybe two and a half movies flesh everything out give us things you know don't give us the old story of han solo where we see the kessel run where we see how he gets the ship we, we all know that shit right now that's great you shoehorn that in the one movie now give us things that we don't know about things that make han solo who han solo is and this is the perfect vehicle for it. we have a whole cast already everybody signed up signed in let's get it done
0: Hell yeah yeah you- man What's
3: up?
2: I was gonna say, what do you guys if you guys had the opportunity to pick a couple of things you want to see in the series, what would it be?
0: Yo, one thing I would wanna oh well definitely wanna I I, I would want them to explore more of more. I I would like some more con- context to that last shot, with that last scene there. Definitely see more of the underworld. Maybe maybe Solo ends up owing more credits and shit you know maybe he hijacked something that belonged to fucking maul and maul is the big battle of, of that season you know well that can't
2: happen because if you remember in the, in the season four oh, season episode, episode four, four okay he says he doesn't believe. yeah he says he doesn't believe in the force
0: Filoni will find a way to make it work yeah
2: in Filoni right? we trust <laughs> yes well, sir. this is what yeah. i would like to see Uh, And this just came to me. One, I would like to see him at the first meeting of him and Boba Fett. I'd like to see it be that they're friends at first and one of them screws each other over. And that's how the the rivalry happens. I'd like to see why Dengar hates him so much. Maybe he steals a bounty from
3: Dengar. He wiped his ass with his fucking head. That's why. (laughs) Uh, I like. (laughs) (laughs) Chewie, no. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: Uh I'd like to see his, his his working for Jabba multiple times to where he dropped that shipment that got him all that heat with Jabba. You know what I'm saying? So those are the three things I'd like to see. And obviously more more interaction between him and Kira. What happens with her? How come she's not in the original trilogy or even mentioned or anything like that? You know?
3: They got lots of places to go with it. And I think it's it's an it's a necessary evil at this point that they need to bring to Disney Plus.
2: A necessary evil. I like that. That should be our, our Sith Lord's moniker, the necessary evil of the show, Spiro. Because I am. Well, Spiro, speaking of Disney Plus, what other yeah. things would you like to see on Disney Plus?
0: Well, I'd like to see a lot of things, but there is some some talk. I don't know if it's all rumors. Speculation or, or what? Unfortunately, none of it has to do with the old republic. You know, the what the old republic? Never heard of it. It's not Canada. Uh, oh man! Well, you know what? <laughs> the old I'm I'm gonna bring the old into the new one way or, or another.
3: But that's what she said.
0: Yeah, yeah. My ex-wife did. No, nah, nah, I'm just kidding. Anyways, uh, they got s- some ideas here, and. Uh, you know, five ideas. I think the uh, the article was written by HN. I I can't re- enter- HN Now there's some good stuff here. Some of the other stuff feels like sort of been there, done that. One idea, and we'll go around and, and I'll get, and we'll give our takes. Idea number one is Adventures with Ray Poe and Finn. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know what, man? What I mind seeing maybe cameos or maybe in an animated series, like, you know, they flesh out a few more things. Eh, maybe, sure, but to dedicate a whole other trilogy to these guys, I'm not as excited about it today as I was maybe last year, all right? So, but they also gave some ideas here about that, like, um, you know uh talking about maybe fighting a Sith eternal slash dark side user on Mortis who's attempting to gain a great Sith power listen man I want to see the Sith come come back but I think it's time to explore something new somebody Let the else path die you know it doesn't necessarily have to die but they need to stop going back to it over and over again you know what i'm saying to tell story. i don't i don't want things to keep rhyming all the damn time now <laughs>
2: right? so you don't said- want old school hip-hop you want new school hip-hop.
0: oh you beat me to it i was gonna say uh, listen man listen you know what man if if they bring the old republic shit in technically since you guys say it's not canon huh? And it'll the, be new, it'll the, be new school.
2: The old republic so, uh, is like freestyle. It was cool for the moment but then got played out. It nah, was louder than love, you know, but now it's not. So you know,
0: some some of the greatest hip hop albums were completely freestyle. So <laughs> you
3: know,
2: uh
0: you know, I listen man, do, what I like to see maybe them exploring Finn uh, learning the ways of, of the Force and doing something, yeah. But I, I don't want to see, I don't want to see it become this big thing, man. Whole other fucking. Well,
2: listen. If it's on Disney Plus, it would have to be a series or a movie, right? Right. So, if it's a series, would it be animated? Would it be live action? I mean, if it was animated, I think it'd be cool. You know
3: what I'm saying? Yeah. And,
2: and then. I mean, okay. don't get me wrong. I'd like to see a live-action series, but you're not going to get these three actors back together to do a live-action series. Yeah, I, think, I, I, think, I, I think Oscar Isaac was a little upset with what went down with the sequel trilogies. They asked him if he'd come back and do a Disney+. Plus. He automatically shut down an interview, said hell no. Well, he didn't say no. He just said no. Uh, then you had uh, Boyega say, you ain't going to Disney+, Plus me, joking around, but there's some truth in humor, as we all know. And obviously, Daisy Ridley doesn't want to be typecast He's just known as Ray. I mean, for how long, you know, the phenomenon known as Star Wars can also hurt you. I mean, look at Luke Skywalker. How long was he just known as Luke Skywalker and couldn't star in another movie? You know what I mean? <laughs>
0: yeah, unfortunately, So, yeah.
2: do I think future adventures would be cool? I personally say yes. You guys are entitled to your opinion, whether it's live action or, or animation. Works for me both ways. Um, but I did hear a rumor. And this is a little side note. If you want to go down this rabbit hole, we'll go down it real quick. If not, we'll put a pin in it. It's your call. What do you want to do, Spiro?
0: Whatever, man. That's hey. what the hey. hole
2: looks like, you know, it's, as always. Okay.
0: They it, are right. For you, it, it doesn't hairy, matter, Doc. What is it, you know?
2: For Doc, it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> there's a theory going around that when Ray killed Palpatine, Palpatine's spirit Went in Ray's body, right? And all these Sith are now in Ray's body. Now, they're saying that this theory may lead to the next series of movies where slowly but surely Ray will start turning to the dark side because of Palpatine. Our boy Josh at the Den of Nerds had a theory that she's knocked up. Through the cosmic force. Like Anakin got was put into Shmi's belly. By Kylo. When he saved her. So. If she has twins. Which is the rumor. Slowly but surely. Either one of them goes dark. One of them stays light. Or she goes dark. And the twins have to take out their parent. In the new films. You know, so I don't know about all that, but the theory of Palpatine actually living in Ray and not fully coming out right away where Ray has to kill us, her, kill herself or commit suicide to completely take him out. But slowly and surely he starts to drop seeds and reveal himself through Ray, because he's laying dormant in her like a virus, like a double agent.
0: <laughs> well played. Great. Great theory.
2: I don't know. You know I'd what? Be, That's cool. funny. It, it would be cool, like, let's say episode 10, 11, 12, Ray goes heel. And then you have Finn, who's the head Jedi, because she bounced and started a Dark Order. And now you have Ray versus Finn, friend versus friend. Might actually work,
3: man. I can see the SJWs right now ripping the fucking hair out of their armpits. Oh, my God first of all kylo raped her and put a baby in her without her wanting and now they take our mary sue and they turn her to the dark side oh. she's not she's an unfit mother oh the protests would fucking line around california you Hopefully.
0: know what now now i want it to fucking happen just <laughs> so i can have something to fucking sink my teeth into man but that's a, a, a funny thing because i, I think something sim- similar to that happened to somebody that supposedly is not canon um Revan? Raven? Revan?
3: Never heard of him. Never heard
0: of him. <laughs> Raven, right?
2: He had a flock. I know that. But that was <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: Billy Kidd was, was it there. He's one of my that favorites
0: of WCW. Yeah. So so Doc, what do you think about uh, further adventures of Ray Finn and Poe? Uh,
3: unless his animation, nah, I'm good.
0: I wouldn't mind seeing them again as like maybe secondary characters or they're tied to like a certain arc, each one. You know, I wouldn't mind seeing that in animation form, but yeah, not a whole new set of films. Now, another idea, and this is one that was actually mentioned by J.J. Abrams, and one that, with me guys, I want it still, but at the same time, I don't give as much a fuck about it as I did last year, is um, The Knights of Ren. Simply for the fact, because they they just got shafted they got shafted by Ryan Johnson they got shafted by JJ Abrams um but do I still want to see something sure um you guys know that I felt they should have each guy in lightsabers I don't think it was a, a big deal that only Kylo sh- should have it to me it made no sense I understand why that happened but a night of ren s- series that would be you know what I'm saying
3: how about how about a black and white animation, Night of Ren series, don't, looking don't. like dark, like no like Sin City. Yes. yes, sir. I think that would actually work. And the only time you see any color is when blood is is is, is you know uh, they kill somebody and there's a blood that's out. That would be fucking great. What we need is a di- we need Disney Plus after dark. That's what we need. Like you know, like midnight. All of a sudden, Disney Plus turns into like. With Cartoon Network does with Adult Swim, where you can only watch stuff between midnight at like five o'clock in the morning with specific things.
0: Dude, idea, I wouldn't sleep for a while, man. I,
2: That's a good I, idea. You know, I like that. Uh, yeah. I would just love
3: just to... doing missions, yeah. missionary. Um... And it, and there's not a lot of dialogue, right? There's not a lot of dialogue. You do everything kind of like on the silent on the silent tip, where it's just it's just you know. Acting and motion and sign language for the most part. I think yo, that's what we need to see from them.
0: Yo, you want you, you want to laugh before we each went our separate ways. My my cousin who was my partner at Handsome Reaper Productions, we Uh-oh, actually yeah. had an idea. We had an idea about a, a black and white silent ninja film, okay. And and we had that same idea where. Where the only time you would see color is blood, you know? I mean, of course, we, we you know, got the idea from, from of course, Sin City and stuff like that. But also, Doc, um, I mean, uh, Papa Don also threw that idea at me for uh, uh, another film that we wrote there. Anyways, but guys, Knights of Ren, yay or nay. Two thumbs up. Right? up. All right, yep. so that'll be nine, nine, uh, six thumbs up here. Now, here's something I would like to see because I feel that they could introduce the good stuff that's no longer canon. They could probably sh- shoehorn it in a series Luke Skywalker, The Jedi Adventures. Oh, talk hell yeah, forever. Right. Hell yeah, that would be awesome. Animated, uh, in live action too but i feel like in animated they they would be able to do a lot more you know um i don't i don't, I don't see mark hamill coming back the de, uh de aged and all that shit We don't, shit. I we don't, don't f- need
3: him we don't need him
0: yeah Keep exactly us, uh, how
3: uh, dare Sebastian you Sebastian Stan. don't you dare don't you dare
2: talk don't need him don't need about luke skywalker mark hamill don't need him <sighs>
0: Hey man, he's he's gonna be getting roles now that he should have gotten a long fucking time ago. So he'll he'll be busy, you know. But you know what? That's a, a good idea too, man. You know what I'm saying? Sebastian Stan um, Stan can actually play a uh, uh, young Luke, man.
3: Listen, they they, they had the uh, the Young Adventures of Indiana Jones, which was you know, a significant number of seasons that had came out. There's no reason why they can't do it with Luke Skywalker. No reason at all.
0: Yeah, you know, and, and, and it would be dope to to see the series end with, with Ben finally turning to the dark side. But, you know, I wouldn't really introduce Ben in this series to like maybe later on. You know, you know what I'm saying? Have him young going up against all, all these guys, you know, that he faced in the comics. No fucking Frankenstein, Luke. And, and you know, there's a lot of shit they can leave out of it from the eu but yeah I, I could see them doing a lot of good shit here you know? Listen, the,
3: the, there's no reason why they can't do an episode when he's five years old an episode when he's 25 years old when he's 35 years old and bounce around and do like little arcs where where they're doing them from there so i think that would be the perfect the perfect formula for a show like this to get that done and by and by frankenstein luke you referring to the dark empire yeah i love the dark empire and i'm tired of pretending i don't <laughs> why hey, are you pretending well you know everybody talks about the fact the whole non-canon thing and the people shit on that story I actually really enjoyed that story and that it's a good the, story man yeah. referring to the meme that got passed around between us with yeah. the Joker where he said I, I love swear. the Dark Empire and I'm tired of pretending I
0: don't so, what do you think Pop about the uh, Luke? oh
3: absolutely
2: I, um, look the reason why I think episode 8 cut so much flack was because we didn't see the Luke Skywalker we thought we were going to see we wanted to see kick-ass Luke Skywalker, even for three minutes, whatever. You know what I'm saying? If they started the movie where, you know, him and Rey got attacked by the Knights of Ren and Kylo Ren at the island and they fought off together and they bounced, you know, and then he trained her as they were going along for the mission or whatever. It's a totally different movie. But even, even remember that clay animation that I sent you guys? Of him with Han Solo and it was just a dream and he wakes up. Even if they did something like that, people would have been happy. They just wanted to see their Luke Skywalker do what Luke Skywalker was supposed to do. And unfortunately, they didn't. Now, whatever. Can they can they fix it? Yeah, do this. Do this. May even if it's only a movie, a three, four-hour movie, whatever. You put him on an adventure. He goes finds some fucking relics, whatever, along the way. You know, this happens, that happens, whatever, whatever, whatever. Or make it a series animated, voiced by Mark Hamill. Or I would like to see DH Mark Hamill, you know, the way they did the Luke Skywalker versus Carrie Fisher, where you get a, a, a body double to do all the action scenes, you just CGI the face in, voice it by Hamill, and we're good to go, man. You know, that's it. But Whatever. I mean, this is all stuff that could make Disney a tremendous amount of scuttle, like more scuttle than you can even imagine. I don't know why they haven't harped on this. Yeah, it's they, not they, like they're
3: spring chickens, you know? Well, I, I think it's the, the fact, again, that they don't want to go to the well of the legacy characters. I mean, we saw this at, at Galaxy's Edge. We see this all over the place. You know, does, does, does. George have a stake in that, and if they use his characters, does he have to get a chunk of money? So, I think. So what? I agree with you. I agree with you, and I think it's dumb. I think it's dumb for them to be avoiding the history that Star Wars has because they want to make their own stamp on this, you know. Which I think is silly. You know, listen, we have a property here that people want to see. Yes, do I think they should have made movies that don't center around Luke and Leia? Yes, I think so. I think it was a smart idea, but. We did that now. Now let's go back and try something else. Let's go. Let's go legacy stuff. Let's gain the fans back, and then we could do other things from there.
0: Absolutely, man. They have the platform to tell stories, old and new, current uh, shit that takes place in the past, in the future. Just do it. You know, to me, Disney. When it comes to this, man, they're, they're like the ultimate Sith, man. You know, how much money is enough money for these people, and that said, why wouldn't they want to do this knowing that there's so much money? Sure, they would if they have to pay off George something. So, what, man? They're going to be printing fucking money. It's well, so fucking stupid.
2: The financial impact they've taken because of the, the COVID 19 scenario going down now with their parks being closed, the cruise ships being closed, you know, all their films being delayed, all this stuff going on. They've lost. A lot of Scott Hall, hand over fist. This is a good way to make it up, you know, because if you didn't want to use legacy characters for whatever reason, use it now. We said it. you're printing money. You know, it's just like it's guaranteed, you know, income and revenue coming in because everybody wants to see this. So just go with the flow. And guess what? You get back to the financial point where you can do whatever you want without taking a very drastic hit, at that time, stop making the legacy character shows and start venturing into something more new. Or do this, do one new, one, one legacy, one new, one legacy. Who says they can't film all this now and drop it in the future? You know what I'm saying? Who says they can't film four or five seasons of this Luke Skywalker adventure before Luke Skywalker dies? Big, You know, God forbid. And they have it in the can and they can drop it whenever they want. I mean, with the technology they got now, they can film everything on on a green screen. They got the 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 the, uh, the 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 curved you know set that they use for the Mandalorian. They can do it on. Anything's possible, you know. I mean, they brought Peter Cushing back from the dead for an
3: entire movie. Yep, Carrie so, Fisher too.
0: Yeah. That's it, man. You're right. So, what about this one, number four, Master Yoda and the <laughs> High Republic era? <laughs>
3: Yeah, uh, yeah. In my opinion, if they're trying to break away from the old stuff and make the High Republic stand on its own, they really shouldn't take a character like Yoda and put him on there because the guess who
0: the shine's going to be on? It's going to be on Yoda. Of course. Agreed, man.
2: Well, I see that, I and I see your point of view, and, and you're right about. It. So, we got to see how the High Republic plays out in the novelization first before we jump. Into anything live action or animation on Disney Plus. How do we know that the characters in the books don't get over with the fans? You know what I mean? Like we, we gotta see we gotta we gotta we gotta walk before we run when it comes to this era in Star Wars. Who knows?
0: You know, man, personally, do I wanna see like uh, young Yoda centric something, Project Short? Do I think it should be the High Republic? He could be somebody that that they mentioned. But I think that they need to try to, like, not make him the focus of that era in order for it to get its own shine and, you know, push. Um, but an idea that I like just as much, maybe even more than the Luke one, is Darth Vader and the Rise of the Empire. dude. I, w-
2: I would have never have <laughs> guessed you would have liked that.
0: <laughs> really uh. yeah man you know me neither but uh, I think this one here dude it it, it writes itself it it, it writes and cashes its own checks man I mean you know show us everything from a, from a young Vader you know show us him earning his lightsaber and, and all that shit hunting down the fucking Jedi and um, you know I I think it would also be a good way to show the the Empire's transition from clones to non-clones. You know, I mean, there's just there's so much here, man, to do.
2: Oh, absolutely! And you can get James Earl Jones to do the voice. You can put anyone in the suit. You can get Hayden Christensen to come back and play Toasty Vader, all burnt up. You know what I'm (laughs) saying? And it, it will fit in like a glove. Now, you, I would personally love to see him have PTSD over, over Padme. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And have moments where he's sitting there mm. with the mask off. And we see him, the victim, see him, you know, dwell on what could have been, what should have been, where everything went wrong, that he got lied to. Have him go up the courage to go fight Emperor Palpatine, reclaim the, or claim the throne, gets knocked on his ass. That's why he's moving so slowly during episode four, you know what I'm saying? Because Al Palpatine gave him a whooping and put his dog back on the leash and says, "Know your role and shut your mouth." And I quote, "You know your damn role and shut
3: your damn mouth." And
2: that's why, you know And then he, you know, and then he finds out it's a son. And that just makes him obviously slap. I think it would just add so much to the texture and the and the layering of the character. 100%. So, yeah. Disney, do it. Do it.
0: Do it now. <laughs> I, I can't hump. <laughs> that, that's the fucking problem, bro. They can't hump, man. <laughs> I'm, I have to shit in a diaper, man. <laughs> speaking, speaking of humping. Hold okay. on. Time
2: out. Last episode, hold on, I'm sorry. Last episode when Spiro dropped the Leyland uh the Leyland uh fucking verbiage, and then he puts the clip in. I couldn't tell if it was the clip or if it was Spiro. <laughs> and I'm yes. dying laughing. It's seamless. It's seamless. Oh, it's great. Uh anyway. It the man, dude.
3: Speaking of places I'm going to hump in the future. Uh we got a little aerial glimpse. Wait, there's still one more. Oh, is it? You have one more Spiro, or no? No, no. That was all, though. That, yeah. yeah,
2: that was five.
3: Yeah,
0: five.
2: Oh, all right. Sorry, Doc.
3: It's all good. Don't worry. I'm, I'm, I'm the one who's counting, despite the fact that Greeks is at the math. Uh dot <laughs> New photos emerge of Disney Star Wars Hotel. So we knew that, you know, after they made um, Galaxy's Edge, they were gonna do the full monty. We talked about this a few months ago about having this starship hotel that they're making. Um, where you can go, much like the you know the whole Disney fucking uh franchise, where you can go to the Lion King hotel, you can go to the Mickey Mouse hotel, you can go to the Priest diddled my penis hotel, whatever oh, you want to do <laughs> in Disney. Uh, so they're making the Star Wars one. Um, you know, we heard about this in, for the first time at the D23 Expo in 2019, um, and they had some aerial photos, kind of with some spots, you know, directions here and there, as what potential. Not- gonna- they, spot. my my dog spot um spot Ball remover spot. um so the resort takes place f- the takes a form of a ship called the halcyon which is known for taking trips to exotic locales guests will stay in well-furnished ship cabins enjoy dining aboard the ship visit the black spire outpost and the planet 2, which is in galaxy's edge um so we're pretty excited about that in general um They've got the kind of like the whole beginning set up of it and they're building stuff through. I'm sure it's been put on a little bit of a hold because of our friend the coronavirus, but um, I'm excited, man. You know, uh, it's going to be on the list of things to do before I die, like Spiro said this week.
1: What uh, up? Hell yeah.
2: Just an overview shot of the facilities?
3: Yeah, it was a couple shots, just basically kind of a uh, like Sh- Sh- drone Sh- or air. shot
2: shot 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 everybody
1: Every
3: time I give a kid a vaccine, every time I give a kid a vaccine, I say that
0: Nice, nice.
3: And then I watch them get autistic. No, that that doesn't happen um so uh that's all we got is aerial shots of kind of like the the uh the beginnings of this so uh i'm excited though it's gonna be good it's gonna be fun
0: yeah uh, yeah dude i'm telling you I, I i can't wait to go down there man i got my my boy i got him he already told me as soon as i get a chance bro i'm getting in i'm not standing in no lines if somebody opens if somebody sees me passing them in the line, and they open them up, they're going to get a fucking lightsaber up their ass without Vaseline, bro. Straight up. Okay, so... That, just that's, know, called,
3: that, that's called Greek style, I say.
0: Greek styles.
3: Spiro calls that a
2: Tuesday night. <laughs> Special. <laughs>
3: Tuesday that's night, hello with us on Tuesday. I know. <laughs>
2: oh, God. Well, listen, bro. We, I mean, I'm glad you boys are both happy as uh, two little giddy schoolgirls over this hotel thing. And hopefully we can afford to go there. And they don't jack up the prices to make up for the profits they're not making now. But it is definitely over. And it's about that time for saying the segue. Speaking of over, we do a segment on the show called Who Is More Over? Now... Mm-hmm. Before you get your uh, panties, panties in a in bunch. Well, oh, thank you, Doc, for stealing my thunder. Um, <laughs> the word over is wrestling lingo. Hey, look, it's fascinating and scary that you and I think on the same wavelength.
3: It is. Oh, okay. I, don't, I don't know who,
2: who's the more scary for me or you. I would say both. Um, but regardless of all this, the word over is wrestling terminology And what does it mean Well Over means being popular So when you're a good guy wrestler You're known as a baby face And you're over as a babyface with the fans It means the fans
3: love you
2: They want to spend all their money To come see you at the events Kick the crap out of the heel Which is the villain So when you're over As a heel in wrestling People despair Buys you, loathe you, hate you, the way Spiro does The Last Jedi, Ryan Johnson, and Kathleen Kennedy. So and his ex-wife. And his ex-wife. All five of them. Yes. So they will spend an exuberant amount of Imperial credits to come see you get your ass kicked because you're good at your job. So what we do here on the New Force Order. We have a segment called Who is More Over, and we compare two aspects of Star Wars, person, place, or thing. doesn't really matter. And we see who's more over with you, the fans, all three of you, but most importantly, who's more over with us, all three of us. This week, the people, the contestants, or whatever we're, we're comparing
3: are... We put this week our buddy... FN 182463195. Finn? Yahtzee! Yeah, <laughs> bingo!
0: The flooding tunnel's over that ridge. We'll get in that way. What was your job
3: when you were based here? Sanitation.
2: Sanitation? Then how do you know how to disable the shields? I don't.
3: I'm just here to get ready.
2: People are coming on us. The galaxy is coming on us.
3: Solo, we'll figure it out. We'll use the force. That's not how the Force works.
0: Versus, <laughs> I was just gonna say bingo.
3: Versus, uh,
2: Doc, you sank my battleship.
3: <laughs> his boy, uh, and potential love interest at one point during the, uh, you know, the uh, the writing of this. Scrap it, Poe Iran. Hi, I'm holding for General Hugs. This is Hux. You and your friends are doomed. We will wipe your filth from the galaxy.
0: Okay, I'll hold.
3: Hello? Hello?
0: Yep, I'm still here.
3: Can you... Can he hear me?
0: Hugs? He can.
3: With an H. Skinny guy. Kind of pasty. I can hear you. Can you hear me?
0: Look, I can't hold forever. If you reach him, tell him Leia has an urgent message for him.
3: I believe he's tooling with you, sir.
0: About his mother. Open fire!
2: BB-8. You want to damn his
3: Ron? I now do not want just... to damn anybody's Ron. Wait,
2: hey, who yeah. talks now? Damn talk Rod. Now. You talk now, I talk first, who talks you
3: first? Talk first? You talk first, you talk first, I talk first.
0: So who talks first, you talk
3: first, I talk first. The old man gave it to you. It's just very hard to understand you with all the... Surgeon. So, what do we think about the Poe? And, uh, and, and Finn Battle. I thought it was an interesting one to, to bring up. You know, they're two characters that have a very intertwined, uh, you know, history and link in Star Wars um, for the new trilogy. And I think putting them against each other was a great idea. It's my idea, but it was a great idea. Boys. Do you guys want to go through
2: our picks first and then do the fans? Do you want to do the fans first and do us? Let's do <laughs> the fans. Forget
3: Spiro.
0: You I was gonna it. say let's uh, change it up and we do and, and we go first. All right, so go. All right, so Finn and Poe. Do I like these? No, Poe and Finn. Wait, who who are those guys?
2: I don't know. Who's up first? Finn. What's on Finn,
0: second? Poe's po, balls are on second and and on first in you know Finn's ass is no nah, I'm sorry anyway oh shit <laughs> wait a minute are we talking about the Hollywood Star Wars or the porn uh, one?
2: Both. I haven't seen the porn one, so I can't. Yeah, sure.
0: My bad, guys. Sorry. No, but listen, man. These these are characters. Do I like them? Yes. Could they have maybe explored them better? Yes. Um, you know. And I'm not talking about that whole gay gay angle. Not that there w- would have been anything wrong with that, but. It would have felt forced, anyways.
2: The question Literally. Is... <laughs>
0: on, on two different ways, it would have felt forced. Uh, you know, man, you put some vests. Anyway, sorry. Jesus Christ. Um, you know, man, it's like at the end of The Rise of Skywalker, who did I want to see going forward? Who did I want to know more about going, going forward? It seemed like Paul Zark was done, it seemed like he was ready to hang everything up. And if uh, Zori Bliss wanted, they'd have went to make babies. Finn, on the other hand, his adventure was actually about to, to um, start there. Because, you know, he, he was Force-sensitive. He kept trying to tell Ray, and I don't know why the fuck they didn't write in a, a few seconds where, Oh my God, you're Force-sensitive, or I'm Force-sensitive, and Rey says... I know, I felt it, and so on.
3: I felt the Force sensitive in you.
0: Yeah, she she felt it, you know, really good. But um, so at the end of The Rise of Skywalker, I wanted to see and know a little bit, not much, but a little bit more about Finn. So I I guess Finn is more over with me.
2: I'm going to go next, if that's okay with you, Doc.
3: Force Papadone.
2: Thank you, sir. (sighs) Let's see. This was a tough battle. Both of these characters, I feel, had the potential to be great. I think they were good when everything was said and done. I think a lot was left on the table. A lot of opportunities were missed. A stormtrooper in Finn's case going from stormtrooper to Jedi is a story that's never been done, and it's a very intriguing and interesting story. Unfortunately for me, Finn started off strong, had out the gate, rebelling against the First Order, not wanting to shoot innocent individuals, and quote-unquote awakening. We later find out the Force awakened within him, so it was a double meaning on Tandra of the title from Episode 7, but in Episode 8 and Episode 9, he didn't do anything except yell out, Ray! Over and over and over again, to where that's his dialogue.
0: Because Rose yeah. Tico had him by the balls, bro.
2: Well, you know, it is what it is. But Poe, on the other hand, was supposed to die within the first 10 minutes of uh, episode 7. He used the Jedi mind trick on J.J., got him ass to last longer in the movie. I felt they did a good job with him, but I kind of felt they made him look a little bit stupid in episode 8. But he redeemed himself very strongly in episode 9. To the point where he became the leader he was meant to be. But his comedic timing. His acting. Everything. His delivery in in The Rise of Skywalker was spot on. Now, if this was the way he was portrayed in episode 8 and 9. I think he would have came off as a better character. Now, at the end of everything. Do I want to see... Him be the leader of what? The rebellion is over. The resistance is gone. There's no more First Order. They won. So unless they kind of intrigue and stir something up where they need uh, uh, a guy from the military, a military leader, he really serves no purpose. Uh, Finn, on the other hand, they did him wrong. They really made, He really went nowhere, but they saved to me. Kicked out a two and a half with the false finish by implementing and insinuating that he's force sensitive. Why they didn't pay it off in the subplot in the movie, I don't know. Originally it was filmed. He says it to, to Ray. Uh, he actually uses the force on the Death Star uh, uh, on the uh, starship with the horses. They CGI BB-8 to cover it up to. Do the scene I don't know why But The fact they left it open-ended I'm gonna go Poe Because they didn't pay it off And it felt like he was Do I want to see him Venture down the Jedi path With Rey As as her first student I think that story Could write itself And it would be very well written You know But at the same time Will they do that?
3: Probably not Probably not. I agree. I agree. All right. So we got one and one. Um. So I, I thought about this this week and I looked at their arcs and I looked at, you know, how each one was treated in each movie. So I think one of the more intriguing aspects of The Force Awakens was the Finn portion of that, was him defecting from the Empire, for, sorry, from the Resistance, being a stormtrooper and leaving and... You mean defecting his, First Order? Sorry, First Order. Sorry. My bad. I got them all over the place. So um and and having him have that arc which is one that we have really you know never explored like you said stormtrooper becoming a, a a good guy at that point so i thought his arc in 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 uh force awakens was fantastic poe in force awakens what did he do uh flew the desk you know flew the trench to, to to potentially blow up the uh starkiller base okay yeah we saw that already great thanks um Really, otherwise, a non-factor. In The Last Jedi, I thought both of them were fucking terrible. Both their arcs were awful. Um, you look at Canto Blight, terrible. The whole gross Tico, I'm going to suicide mission myself. Now you're going to save me? Terrible. The whole Poe looking like an idiot from the beginning with all the terrible jokes. And then looking like a moron with, with uh, what's her face? Um, what's the chick's name? Uh, Holdo and Leia, where they you know kept them in the dark because he says he's such a trusted ally. Looked like an idiot. In um, Rise of Skywalker, did they do e- either of them any justice? I guess they kind of definitely helped Poe out a little bit because his arc was a little bit better. Though the whole Kajimi thing I, that felt a little forced to me. Really? They wrote. I thought it. I thought it did. It's like, oh, we gotta go to the, you know to now. It's like it's like, it's like the Codebreaker thing again. Now we gotta go to the droid maker, the Codebreaker. What what are we on these fucking scavenger missions for? Like, let's let, let that shit happen. Let's not go to places and fucking have a mission to do things. We gotta find the knife to find the this, to find the that. What am I? book of Blue's Clues? Come on. We could write the shit a little bit better than that. Though I like the movie. Space boonies. dude. Space
2: yes, exactly. Exactly. No, but
0: imagine if they had used that portion for the Knights of Ren. Holy shit, come on.
3: Agreed. So, totally.
2: So, a good
0: point there, yeah.
3: Kajimi wasted opportunity. I think things that happened there didn't really have any bearing to anything else and they could have gotten around them by doing other things. So, and I think Poe's arc though he became the general, whatever it was, it was slightly better in this movie than it had been in any other movie. The Finn arc in, in, in the rise of Skywalker, uh, again, wasted opportunity um with the whole Jedi stuff, the whole Janna thing. I felt they were shoehorned in as well. They could have given that a little, hopefully they flesh it out with him and Lando in the future. We'll see. But again, they like to leave all these little sub threads and plots sticking in the air and then doing nothing with them. So for me, strictly based on the fact that the best arc that finn had which was an important arc of him in the right the um force awakens as the as the the, as the defective stormtrooper puts him over for me because i i really like that arc
0: so it's a unanimous decision
3: no i'm sorry split 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 decision split yeah So,
2: Doc, since you're the master of poles, smoking them, riding them.
3: Pose, poles, whichever. Going to the poles. Here we go. So, who do you guys think won? Let's see. And in a landslide. In a landslide. uh, In a landslide. It looks like we got about, uh, let me see, uh, 85 to 15.
0: Oh, shit.
3: Finn is over.
0: Finn. You know what, guys, I got to say, man, one thing that I'm liking about Who's Moreover is that we're definitely seeing more people getting involved, more people voting. And, you know, just so that everybody knows, you can go vote on Facebook, you can also vote on Instagram, and you can also vote on the Twitterverse. So there's no more ex- excuses. Well, where do I go? I mean, we were always telling you. If us spelling it out didn't work for you, this may not work for you either. So anyways, but um, I'm happy to see more people voting and commenting and all that shit. Thank you.
2: Well, listen, don't thank them. They all suck. Screw the fans. (laughs) We've been giving the email address since the beginning of the show. All right. It's newforceorder at yahoo.com. If you guys really want to let us know what you think, just send us a goddamn email. It could be two sentences. Hey, hi, NFO. I think so-and-so is over. This is why. Don't Great show. Done. That. Exactly.
3: <laughs> so, uh, speaking anyway, of emails, let's go to what? No, I got some comments on the website. All, All right, go on the comments. comments so, a buddy, John Enright, the, the, the winner of the Zori Bliss contest. Finn overcame the first order mind control, possibly of force sensitive, and his knowledge of the first order helped expose their weaknesses. Chuchi Figueroa, Finn going with FN2187, but Poe is a great pilot, so I'm sticking with Finn. He used a lightsaber and is not gay. I'll say it. It's not taboo. People can support gay roles, which I have no problem with, but I support heterosexual roles, so they should respect my opinion. Poe is the neutral genotype, which you'll find the compatible counterpart maybe somewhere on Coruscant. Wow, that was quite the rant. Um, Holly Garland, Finn is part of the Rebel Alliance and a traitor. (laughs) To that end. They're both rebel scum. The hell with them both. <laughs> dark to the end. Thank you, Ali. Michael Vorgek. Poe is moreover because there is always a sense of excitement and possible danger when he is present, a.k.a. Han Solo. Ooh, compare him to Han Solo. Johnny Miller. I'm going to go with Finn. The guy's got heart. Anyone who tries to face down a dark force user with no force abilities or lightsaber training charges down a first order battering ram based on the Death Star technology and leads a charge across the deck of a Star Destroyer. Has a healthy set of cojones. Quite the resume for a former Stormtrooper. That's it. That's what I got. All right. Well, good points on everybody. But let's
2: face it, Finn didn't do it. He did it for the nookie. He wanted to get in <laughs> those pants. Um, don't, we, don't we all? Of course. All right. First email from our 88th homeboy, Moses Sandoval. Uh <clears throat> The uh, title of the email, Chuchi shot first, but I'm going to clap back. All right. Chuchi shot first, like Han Solo. Well, he just grazed Chublaca and pissed off Han Cholo. (laughs) You got me ready to explode like a shaken can of orange soda against Emperor 88. You're coming up short Like Yoda Wanna do podcast with Holly Do what I'm sorry Wanna do a podcast with Holly Do what you like You can even call it Two Sith Sisters On the mic I think you're supposed to rap this By the way I am C-H-U-C-H-I-E But you're acting like a twat Change your name to Coochie (laughs) Woo I love you like a brother, like you are Anakin. Don't want to kill you, so I'll hit you with the Revan's not cannon. (laughs) Uh. Peace out, my homeboy. This guy keeps getting better and better. And by the way, we sent you out your shirt today, uh, homeboy, so you should get it shortly.
0: Yo, I got uh, another one, another message from Homeboy88, who, by the way, man, started his own podcast, put out his first episode called The Homeboy Podcast, and, yo, he shouted us out to fucking high heaven, man. Homeboy88, thank you, and we wish you nothing but success, man. Um, but Yeah, we- but
2: screw the LA Dodgers and winning it in 88. They beat my Mets, you and Oral Hershiser, <laughs> you piece of crap. I know, uh,
3: I, I know, uh, homeboy. It's first. Who's moreover? Who's moreover? A mandarin or a tangerine? Guys. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
0: Yo, but anyways, man. You know what? Funny, uh, you mentioned that because he made it clear on his first episode that he does not sell fucking oranges. <laughs> anyways. What does he send here f- for us? He says, this is exactly what Chuchi said last week. Whale's vagina is gone. Consumed he was by Chuchi. First of all, Yoda. That's gross. Second of all, that led me to create a Star Wars joke of the week since Iron Patriot was crying to me on Twitch and powered it and didn't submit an email or joke. Anyways, here is the joke. And uh, you guys seen this. But what did Chuchi need so he could eat all that whale's vagina? A bib fortuna.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that really is a good one, by the way. The That's a foda. great Peace. one, dude.
0: Peace out, homeboys. Boom. Mic drop. Mic drop indeed. Chuchi, you need to clack back at, at the homeboy 88. The 88th homeboy. We, right. we are expecting to hear back from you. So get on it.
2: Our next email is from... Chris Pihakis, my appreciation is the title of the email. Hey, guys, I am a, I am a landscaper, so I basically listen to podcasts all day long while I'm working on properties. I have to tell you, you guys are my absolute favorite. A little over two months ago, I lost my best friend and sidekick when my dog Vince passed away, not named after McMahon or Russo, by the way. Well, I'm sorry for your loss, brother. For ten years, he was my Chewy, my faithful co-pilot, and I was absolutely heartbroken. A little better now, but during my hardest times, the one thing that can make me laugh was the N.F.O. podcast. I don't know if it's G.G.P. Chic, Doc's Bib Fortuna, Spiros' rants, or if thinking about the galaxy far, far away reminds me of a more innocent four-year-old me. Either way, thank you guys for pursuing your passion and doing what you love. Please never quit, even if it's just me and three others listening. As you've noticed by my last name in previous emails, we're Greek brothers, and it only makes sense that you were able to make me laugh when I didn't feel I could Because I know the Greeks invented laughter. Opa! That's right, brother. I guess I don't really have a question. I'm just putting you over. Well, brother, we're going to give you a year and a day to stop putting us over. So keep doing it. Thank you. May the force be with you, Chris. Well, Chris, I personally appreciate this email. Thank you for your kind words. We don't make any money off this podcast whatsoever. The cheap sons of bitches that are called fans don't buy the merch on the website. And whoever does buy any merch on the website, it barely pays for the website fees. So with all that said and done with, we're doing it for the love. It's therapeutic. We get to hang out with each other. We get to talk about something we love. And I'm happy we're there to entertain you and get you through your darkest hours. To me, that means the world to me. So thank you for sharing that with us. I know it's hard to share it. You know, personal situations. You're a big man and a better man than most for doing so. So, if Haristo para polivre,
3: Haristo. like a high, hiney ho.
0: <laughs> we love the Star Wars. Star Wars, the root word, come from Asteri, and wars come from. Something else. I don't know. But, anyways, man, yeah, so bro, you thank go. you. Thank you. And, you know, the fact that you're Greek makes you that much better. Um, I hope you stay listening to us. And if we ever offend you, then. So, our next email Just kidding.
2: From... He's not. Uh, our next email is from Moses Sandoval again, Finer Poe. <laughs> <laughs> He goes, Finn or Poe? I guess he's going for who's more
0: over. And
2: he goes, Poe, because he could be in the LFO. Tremendous. He's right? (laughs) He's right? So, uh uh-oh. Todd Santiago email. Who's more over? Poe's a cheap imitation wannabe of Han Solo. How dare you? His lack of focus and tantrums in The Last Jedi were ridiculous. Opening of The Last Jedi with his jokes just weren't funny, except in The Force Awakens. Now, FN-2187, a.k.a. Finn, was bred for war, training since a baby, and turned on his first order, on the first order on his, I believe, first mission. Anyway, his survivor skills, and not to mention battling Kylo Ren in lightsaber combat, was real gutsy and impressive for someone not trained in the forced and dueling. We all know he wants to tap Ray's ass, but never does. Bonus points. But oh plus he's not a bad pilot himself. He really learned quick, almost as if he's force sensitive. Doc is Finn force sensitive. Question mark question mark question mark. Well, since I'm back to writing the longest emails ever, Finn is more over with me because he's even willing to sacrifice himself to help the rebellion. Oh, we forgot about that point. Good point, Chooch. There it is. I got to thank you guys for doing what you do best every week. Thank you, NFO for life.
0: uh. For life. uh.
2: All right. Our last email is from a new emailer, believe it or not. His name is Gilby Gilby. His his name is My Thunder Has Been Stolen Gilby Hey NFO guys This week I'm picking Poe Dameron He has the capability to make the decisions That have to be made He's a strong character with big balls When it comes to action I find Finn to be indecisive And cowardly Yes he defected Yes he had some good battles I just think he's a bitch compared to Poe. P.S. Which program do Jedi use to open PDF files? Um, uh,
3: Adobe Acrobat? Adobe One Kenobi.
2: <laughs> <laughs> NFO for life. Uh, I like it. Everyone says for life. Show. You know, what's you know they think they're funny. You know what's not funny? That they're not buying the merch off the website, <laughs> sons of bitches. Go freaking buy some metaphor <laughs> merch. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was Who's More Over. Now, moving forward, you guys have an idea for Who's More Over. We've done it in the past. Send us your ideas to either newforceorder.com or newforceorder at yahoo.com. And if your ideas are good, we will use them. If they need some tweaking, We will tweak them, and we'll still give you credit, and we'll still use them. So that's that. We're moving forward. I mean, good pick this week, Doc. It was a hard decision. You know what I mean?
3: Thank you. Uh, Thank you.
2: Hopefully next week we'll have another good pick, and uh, we'll keep entertaining the masses. But I think it's time. Think it's time for doc to venture down route 69
3: Ooh, is it time i um, believe it's time i think it is time is it time for the kama sutra
0: oh yeah
3: it's time to travel to a planet in the galaxy far far away the 69th planet to be exact
0: grab your lifesaver Or maybe have a loved one grab it for you.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Because it's time for
3: Star Wars. Come, Sutra. Oh, yeah. Okay, boys. Let's see. I'm pulling out the magazine today. The Um. (laughs) mutt? All right. What are you pulling up? <laughs> the, mag- the, mag- the magazine today. Um, what the hell is that? All right, I'm picking this one today. I just opened it randomly and I got a good one. Okay. Totally random. Did not plan this ahead of time. Um this one is called. This one is called Yub Yub Yub. Three <laughs> Ewoks in a tub. <laughs>
0: Oh my God dude.
3: <laughs> okay, and it stars uh, Wicked, Ramba, and Garak. <laughs> so as you can see here, uh, yub, yub yub three ewoks in a tub. <laughs> Wicked, <laughs> Wicked seems to have uh, Garak bent over, face down on the tub. Uh, Ramba seems to be getting a hummer from said uh, Garak as uh, wicked is giving her the business from oh him i don't know from the, I don't, do we have do we have genders in the Ewoks? I don't know if they've evolved that much uh in the back in said tub the tub is cute it's actually like looks like a little porcelain tub and and our friend s n herder went to the trouble of actually sticking a little bit of a looks like a confetti inside there to make it look like the water's splashing out of the tub as we've got uh yub 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 three ewoks in a tub. That is well, childish.
0: somebody's <sighs> childhood just got fucking ruined. Yep, that's gonna be a lot of therapy <laughs> films right there.
3: This Listen, man,
2: there, there are genders in Ewoks because we see little baby Ewoks in, in in Return of the Jedi. So that one, that one was a good one. Maybe, mm. we, yeah, I like that one. That was better than last week's too, which was it was a trap.
3: That was still good, but that one, this one was much much better.
2: Yup, yup, yup.
3: Three Ewoks in a tub. Tremendous. Anyway, moving on. Shall we move on to the most important segment of the show? All right, guys. Is thank you. Good me? night. <laughs> Where I talk about how much money I spent this week on nonsense. <laughs> wait, wait. Wait, I thought you don't want to talk about your hooker habit on that yes, one. Yes, so listen, that's it's a pretty bad habit. It's time for ta
0: toy. Toyin. Ta. ta, ta, ta
3: Train.
0: Return of the Jedi. The Scout Walkers attack. The walking, fighting Scout Walker prepares to attack. This great Star Wars model has walking action, push-button controls to stand and attack. Swivel head, movable side cannons. The Scout Walker can fight his own battles, win his own wars, but will he? can decide with Star Wars
3: toys. So, like, like I said this week, uh, well, last week actually, that um, Bluefin, the um, dealer for many of the Star Wars, um, what are they called? Uh, movie r- realization figures that I have a couple of. The Boba Fett that we've shown before, the Vader. The Darth Maul, they had a big sale. They brought back some of their older movie figures. I don't know how they got them, where they got them, why they decided to do them out, but they had a big sale uh, and a bunch of bundles for them. So I picked up a few bundles. Um, um One of the bundles was the first order bundle. I'm not going to specifically do that, but I'm going to go over all the troopers that I got this week. So number one on the list is this bad boy right here. This is the... uh. Owned Mitsu Shadow Trooper. So this is the black version of the Storm Trooper, um, which goes well with the Darth Vader. That's out because the both of them match, because they both of them have the same color scheme. Um, comes in the movie realization box that we're used to. Um, it's got a lot of Japanese-inspired kanji on there. It's got Disney prominently written on the side, of course, shockingly enough. Um, open the box. It says a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away inside the box which is cute um in english in english it's all pretty much in english i mean it's it's like the, it's like it's like a mixed bag you give you a little bit of english a little bit of a uh, japanese um so this one is a pretty neat one i think this is a straight repaint probably of the regular stormtrooper version of it because it makes no sense for them to change it much at all because uh there's really not a lot of difference between those costumes except the colors so um it's got what we're used to seeing on the uh the onimushus. It's got the Japanese armor, the mask on the top looks pretty good.
0: Dude, that's dope, man.
3: Yeah, it look, is, man. Look at the I back it, it kind of flails out like uh, like the old school samurai helmets. Um he's got the shoulder arm the armor as well. He's got again, of course, the uh the place for his sword. He's got a little short dagger on the front of his belt as well, the plates that come down past his um his pant legs, he's got those big flaring pants. And he also has what Boba Fett had on one of his legs. Boba Fett, where? Which is the um, the portion where you could stick in like a little bit of a, a more weapons coming from over there. So, over I, where? Uh, on his knees. So I think they, they start reusing some of these parts after a while because it seems that those pant legs are very, very similar and, and reminiscent to the ones that Boba had on them as well. He comes with uh, a short sword. So he's not married. He's not. Nope, exactly. Uh, It's a short sword that could actually get plugged into his his little side piece over here. Um, Definitely not married. Um, And hold from there. He's got the typical uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten hands. So you get five five rights, five lefts, trigger fingers, fist, open palms, the whole nine yards. And he's also got the Imperial blaster, which is very. Kind of like a, you know old-school, almost uh, Japanese-looking in its... Um,
0: I like that, yeah.
3: ...filigree and in it, its design. Um, so that is the Shadow Trooper, which, again, was um, somehow on May 4th, just decided to pop out from the um, the Bluefin website that it was the initial dealers of these when they came out a couple of years ago. Which I wasn't complaining, because some of these have really... Okay, moving down the line, we have the regular stormtrooper. Um, they made a few different versions of this one. I think this yet yeah, because I have a this one is the Yara Gashargu stormtrooper, whatever that means. So here he is, right there. You can see him on the box. That looks dope. The white version of the stormtrooper. Um, and again, it's going to have similar. Um tooling as the other one has. The the big difference is that on the chest of the white one, he has the 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 the, uh, the, the Empire's logo as opposed to a blank um, chest for the other one. So you can see the Empire's logo on that right there. The helmet is definitely similar. If you look at it, it has got that backdrop over there, but I think he's got a little bit more of an overhang on the top of his helmet there. Um, this one pops a little bit more because when you could lay in those little details and do a nice wash over it. The white really picks up the dirt and the grime a little bit better than the black can because you can only wash the black with like gray or white, it doesn't look so great. But um, the white version is extremely similar to the to the black version. Subtle key differences. Like we said, I think the helmet's a little bit different and definitely the chest armor is different. But for the most part, everything else is the same. And this has a little more color than the other one as well. It's got um, a little more accents than the, uh, than the black one does along. The, he's got like a pink little sash that comes across the side. His little, you know, secret knife on the front of him is a there is, is a is a brown as opposed to the black that it was before. Um, so that one's pretty cool. It comes with a variety of different weapons that the other one does not. This one comes with one, two, three, four, five, six hands as opposed to the other ten. He comes with a spear. Um, you know, standard issue Empire spear. He also comes with uh a uh, small little blaster i think you can actually put the spear through this actually i think this is not a spear i think this is for which is a pretty dope aspect of this one um you get the little uh the battle flag so this is the flag bearer that you know that will carry your flag your empire's flag into battle for you as you're um kicking the ass of the rebellion and he also comes with the um small sword short sword that goes in the sheath that actually slips in again onto his little side belt over here that he could whip out and do some damage um i do appreciate that they give you some different weapon options on these guys here because if they just did a straight repaint of the black one it would be a little bit boring so i'm glad they you know they went a different route and gave us some um some weapon options especially the um the flag stand, because it kind of makes it, you know, it's going to look really awesome sitting by Vader waving the flag of uh, Empire Victory behind him there. Um, so that is the white version of the Stormtrooper. And then the last one I have in today's Tatooine is going to be the Ashiguru First Order Stormtrooper. So they really went, you know, balls to the wall with these guys. And they really made the ones that are going to translate well into that Japanese samurai armor. There's no Luke Skywalker, there's no Han Solo, because I think those will look kind of stupid. The one that I will avoid, like the plague, is going to be the C-3PO, because it looks very cartoonish and looks kind of silly. But for the First Order Stormtrooper, again, similar box design. You open it up, it says a galaxy far, far away. He's got six hands as well. Um, And his costume, unlike the uh stormtrooper's got a little more black accents than the stormtrooper does underneath his armor it looks like his his underlying bodysuit is a little more black than the stormtrooper is his helmet shape is a little bit different as we know it's got that donald duck helmet but the way the shape goes doesn't have that flange coming off the back um he also has his little sash where he has a secret little knife on the front he's got some pouches on the side he's got i guess some dark magic that comes out from over there they did do a good job of changing the shins on this one as well to make it a little bit different because, you know, obviously the First Order Stormtroopers are different than the regular Stormtroopers. He comes with a sword that's slightly bigger than the other previous Stormtroopers that we just saw. But again, it's kind of got that katana blade. It's got a little more of a curve to it, and it also has the um, the sash to slip into. And then he's got more of a uh, First Order blaster as opposed to the one that we saw on the Stormtrooper um there was a package deal where you could buy two of them for like 120 i think normally they're like 80 bucks a piece so it was a great deal for um may 4th so i took advantage i think i bought a total of uh six of them all together so i really like of up the collection and the cool thing about these though is that they came with a little special bonus when you actually bought them so if you bought one of the sets that they had Um, You know, pre-bundled, you would get, or you bought two or more, you would get uh, four pins. And the pins are basically the troopers in pin form. So you got the Emperor's Royal Guard, which I need to track down, because that's the next one I need to get. You have Boba Fett. Boba Fett where? He goes right there in pin form over there. You have the Stormtrooper, uh, the Yashi, whatever he's called. And then you have the Darth Vader. So they give you the four big baddies in pin form um, when you, uh, when you purchased a bundle and I purchased my bundle separately, so I got two sets of pins, which is pretty dope. Maybe for a future giveaway on the new force order pack. I'll take them. Yeah, I know you will. Um, so that's Tatooine this week, boys. Uh, I'm going to have fun setting these guys up over here. I got a lot of crap that I need to go through. So I'm going to be running through a lot of stuff for Tatooine because I need to put this stuff up on my walls or on my shelves. So are you
2: going to do yub yub six stormtroopers in the tub? All day, every day.
0: (laughs) It's a party.
2: There we go. Well, you know, they always miss when they shoot, so Doc might have to do a lot of cleaning up, but, you know.
3: I won't get pregnant.
2: (laughs) That's for sure. Again, um, cool stuff, Doc. Very cool. I love those figures. They look good to the point where I'm looking at them I'm like, "Should I
3: buy them?" Oh, you should have you picked them up for the Ooh, sale, man. <laughs> man. The, the sale was a uh, was a legit deep discount sale that they had on there. Yeah, I know I um want- one of our boys, Frankie Luna picked up a couple as well. Yeah,
2: but you just picked up 6 at $60 a pop. That's 360 Scott owls you fucking dropped. I don't want to drop 360. Oh. If I'm going to drop 360 bucks on something, it's going to be that mall statue. And that's probably even half price to prepare what's probably going to be going at. You know, that mall mythos statues I want to get. Yeah. It is. So, well, very cool, Doc. Again, you impressed us as you always do with your, with your wonder. Where does he get those wonderful toys?
0: You know? Where does he
3: get those wonderful toys?
2: So, again, often duplicated and imitated, but you're the original OG when it yeah, comes to baby. collecting toys. And a galaxy far, far away. Fuck will Obi-Wan. <laughs> we have Tarantula Brooklyn one. The yeah, real pon- champion. We got the poncho Obi-Wan. Yeah. <laughs> so anything, anything else you guys want to add before we go home?
3: Oh, uh, this week we passed the uh, 43rd anniversary of uh, the beginning of the Star Wars franchise. So happy birthday to Star Wars. Never heard of it. Never Thanks. heard of
2: it. No, that's true. 43 years, dude. That's a long time and still going strong. You know what I mean? I mean, not many films can go, you know, 43 years and hold up, you know, as they did at day one. You know, even special edition versions, but whatever. So, kudos to. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Lucas. You're the real champion, my friend. You are the one who will make. Mickey, humble, you get him, you fuck him in his ass, you pull his ears, you break his back, and you say, yes, Mickey Mouse, now you are my Donald Duck. I am the champion, George Lucas, Yala. So, anyhow, let them know where they can
3: find you, boys. You can find me at Dr. underscore Destroyo, D-E-S-T-R-R-O-Y-O, Instagram, Alex Arroyo, Facebook, Alex Arroyo, MD, on the
0: Twitter. You can find me on Instagram, spiro underscore A, Darth underscore Spiridon, and also Rational.Rage. Rational Rage, a show I do whenever it comes out, it comes out. But you can go ahead and subscribe on Instagram, on Facebook, on Buzzsprout, on fucking Apple Podcasts, wherever the fuck you fucking download your favorite podcasts. Um What else? Um, and that's it. Well, you can find me
2: at on on Twitter. Greek God, pop it on Instagram, Demetrius, pop on Facebook, pro wrestling, Tees backslash Greek God, pop to get your Greek God, pop it on wrestling. T-shirt needs. Uh, you can also go to YouTube, subscribe to my channel, Greek God, pop You see all the matches and promos on there, but most importantly, you can find the three of us together as a cohesive unit, a a well-oiled machine at NFO underscore podcast on Twitter, new force order on Instagram, Official New Force Order on Facebook. NewForceOrder.com is the website where you can go finally buy some merchandise, you cheap sons of bitches. And you can send us emails to NewForceOrder at Yahoo.com. So, ladies and gentlemen, we know it was a fully stacked episode. Thank you for giving us your ears, your eyes, your time. We hope we entertained you on the New Force Order as we always do. Our motto here is not to get the New Force Order over on Star Wars, but to get Star Wars more over with you. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Mr. McMahon. Thank you for another exciting edition of the n- 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 New Force Order.
0: For life.
2: And that's oh. just too sweet. Henceforth, Chi. Step up your A game, son. You just got schooled by the 88th homeboy and his chunkla of doom. Ha <laughs> Join the Dark side, Girl.
0: You're not happy in that Jedi world. I can show you more.
2: Like how to choke out people.
1: Is something joy Is Kylo someone I should avoid Or could he be turned His redemption Something to be earned
3: I've been trained Out here on Octo I find
0: myself Looking for you But all I see is the ghost
3: of Luke I'm off of Jacku I've got the force to I'll never
0: turn dark side please don't betray me choose so you should
1: be been so And you're listening to VOC Nation. Check
3: out In The Room. Every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated Brady Hicks, former WCW star, Strow Maestro, Cassie Fitz, Matt Grimm.
1: And you know Later there too, right, Way? We sure are. And we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus,
0: I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. I didn't uh, get pregnant
3: either.
1: Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. Who cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have cried? Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny.
2: Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yeah, so
0: you
1: guys are busting
2: me up. Catched Wrestling With History with Ken Resnick and I live...
1: Every week, comedian King David Lane and wrestler promoter Chris Press discuss the best and especially the worst in the world of wrestling with a heaping dose of comedy. Check us out live on vlcnation.com or on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Yo, this is Jerry Staggs of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here, yeah, you get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up on this mama. Get ready. Nasty sensation
1: is coming at you.
2: The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation
1: Radio Network